This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome, everybody, to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I am Dale Luganmill. Thank you very much for joining me, tuning in, and listening. Don't forget to hit the old subscribe or follow button, depending on which... Um, app you're using at the moment and if you would go ahead and rate this sucker um i mean you can wait till the end i guess if you but i know you won't so just do it now i mean just just go ahead kick five stars there on apple uh, podcast and uh, leave a review that helps other people find the show and helps the show grow it helps me reach out to more guests so we're all in this together, so there's that. Um, what other business do I have for you? Um, nothing too much. Oh, in in talking with a couple people, uh, I do have people from time to time. They'll message me some stuff. They're listening to the show. A correction, a lot of times uh, when I say stupid shit, uh, <laughs> uh, but also questions or they'll ask me advice or whatever. Um, I'd love to see more of that. Like I answer every question i respond to every message that is sent to me whether that's on facebook or instagram or snapchat whatever you can email me um at dale at fullscale.com um doesn't matter however you can get a hold of me get a hold of me say what's up and yeah we'll go from there so that's that. We're going to get into this episode. So this guy um, was one of those listeners. He listens to the show. He used to comment. Uh, well, he still does comment. And now I would respond to him. And in that, we started a little conversation thread. And he has started to do some guiding himself. And so I thought it would be really cool to get him on the podcast. And uh, that's what we did. But before we did that, we did a little fishing up there on the on the big pond on Malax. And that's what this episode is about. We kind of we we go to a little restaurant there. Um oh crap, I keep forgetting the boathouse, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah, the boathouse. And so we sit down, have a have a beer and a burger, and then we uh talk about the day and just talk about stuff. So, kind of get his his story. It's pretty cool. 
And uh, he's a great dude. Hopefully we uh, do some more work together in the future. So let's get to it. His name is Michael Riedel, and he owns and operates on a mission guide service right here in Minnesota, and you're going to love it. Here he is on the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound this is a good one so you got to play with the big guns uh, I wouldn't say giant but like still 25 millimeter you're talking like <laughs> you know I mean it's like it, it makes a 50 cal look like it is it you and the guy she tells you not to worry yes, about, right? Yeah, one of those, one of those memes? It's that meme, yes. Jesus. Yes. Yep. That's so big, dude. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, yeah, it, it, it sh- I mean, the vehicle's 30,000 pounds, and it, like, you shoot one around. It, I mean, it's not a tank. I, you know, tank guys hear me, hear me talk <laughs> right now, they're like, shut, shut yeah, up. That's right? cute. You ever hear that? Like 120. Uh, that, uh, like, uh, like the tower <laughs> story, like the, um, the guys in the SR-71. So like when you they're flying and I'm not gonna do this story justice. The guy that the guy that was actually on the that plane is like when he tells it, it's just the best story ever. So they're they're in the SR seventy one, you know, they're flying way the hell up there just crazy fast, right? And yeah. they can hear the chatter, the ground chatter over the tower sure. and people, you know, they're like call in to do is so this thing it's like a dick measuring contest, starting like speed check. You oh, know, so, sure, sure. Oh, tower, this is whatever their identification, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tail number two one two. Uh, I get a speed check, and then the guy comes out. Uh, yeah, two one two. We got you at uh, sixty five knots or whatever it was. I'm like, all right, cool. So then somebody else hears that and they're gonna one up them, right? So then they, all of a sudden they hear another guy chirp in. Ah, oh, yeah, tower. This is blah blah blah. Tail number blah blah blah. I uh, get a speed check, and the, he's like, the guy at the tower never breaks. Same voice, no matter what number he comes. Like, yep, uh, we have you at whatever knots. You know, it's just it's getting bigger okay, and bigger sure, and bigger, sure. right? So just as they had me doing that, it was like um, the White Sands Air Force Base was running some tests. So there was like a couple of F-14s out there, or F-16s, whatever mm-hmm. they were. Again, I am butchering this, and I apologize. If you ever, if somebody can find this actual audio, it's <laughs> worth it. It's so the the story is just amazing. Um, but he's like, yeah, uh, uh, we get a speed check on bomb. It's like, yeah, we got you at uh, whatever, like 456 <laughs> miles an hour or something <laughs> ridiculous, right? So that's like. And then it was quiet for a while. So this guy, we could just, we're up there just, we can imagine, you know, him sitting back in his yeah, cockpit like, yeah. thinking like, you know, Top Gun, Nobody's he's, you know, that. yeah, he's Tom Cruise, he's Top Gun. And yeah. so we come out, tower, this is uh, SR-515, we can get a speed check. Yep. And then again, the tower guy's not breaking character. He's like, yeah, we got you at 1,255 <laughs> <laughs> So that guy's like, like, I'm going home. And you didn't hear that radio chirp the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> Nobody's matching that. <laughs> Nobody's matching that. That's just the best. That? He's is like, that a movie? What is this? It's no, this is like, um, oh. this is a real story. Like, guy oh, okay. did, the guy did an interview. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. the, yeah, he was retelling the story like, when he was he served on the SR-71. It's like, he awesome. was the pilot or he was the, the co-pilot or whatever they call the sure. 
guy. Like I said, I butchered the story. Yeah. But, oh. Hey, it was awesome. God, so <laughs> like I've heard it multiple times, and every time I listen to the entire thing, because yeah. I even I already know the ending. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's awesome because his delivery on it, because he was just so kind of cool and chill. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't really boastful about it, but it, and he even he like kind of wraps the story up. He's like. Because there is just something really cool knowing that you are the biggest, yeah. baddest, <laughs> fastest thing on the planet that day. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's something yeah, I've never experienced. How so few like people that. get to experience oh, it now? I mean, they yeah. don't even, the SR71 isn't even a thing anymore. Like, yeah. it's like, so few select people get got to experience that. Like, yeah. God. That's wild. That's badass. That's wild. Badass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, we, we talked on the boat today. I didn't, I didn't serve. Um, kind of wish you know. I almost did the thing after 9/11. I almost rushed okay, out. Okay, yeah. I almost yeah. rushed out and joined the guards. I was right yeah. at the cutoff. I think I was like 28. Yeah, yeah. And I was pissed off like every other American. Yeah. And Isn't that almost, crazy how that almost did the thing, and then I just um, yeah. just didn't want. I just didn't want to leave my kids behind. Yeah, you know. I sp- yeah. I was young and gosh, I was. I don't know what was it. Fifth, sixth grade or something, I think. I don't know. They brought the TV in, you know, kind of deal. Um, Miss Ryan was her name. Uh, I don't even remember what subject she taught, but <laughs> I'll never forget that part of the day when they're like, hey, we're, you know, this yeah. is going on. You're like, what the heck? Oh, that's one of those things. You'll never forget where you were. No. Uh, I was working. I was busting rods. I was in uh, the gra- the old Greenbelt Brewery in northeast Minneapolis. Okay. That's where I was working. when, And then just came. And it's weird how, like, the news broke, came across the radio. And the, the, you know, somebody was listening to KQRS in the building and um, came across where, like, a, a plane hit the trade towers. And it's like my first – and they yeah. didn't, didn't, you know, we didn't know how bad it was right. or you're, that you're it was an thinking, attack. Oh, we didn't, like – like, yeah. yeah, so we're, like, ripping on the, the pilot, oh. right? Who's dead? Yeah. You know, obviously yeah. you hit a tower, you're, you're not walking away from Who's that one. But we're that? thinking a small craft, yeah. right? So we're just like, how – like his navigation, like he must not have been able to steer or something. Like, how do you hit literally yeah. the biggest building right. in New York? Like, what a moron! And then, and then a few minutes later, reports came in that another plane hit, and that's when everybody was like, "Yeah, wait, what? Oh, yeah, another plane? What the hell's going on?" And everybody was just like in shock and kind of confused. And then, as more and more, and I actually vividly remember because it happened um like during the like the tail end of the KQ morning show. Okay. And so Tom Bernard, as stuff was coming in, he was like, he called it. He was like, this, oh, this sounds like, uh, this sounds like Al Qaeda. He's like, wow. this has been loud and written all over it. Wow. Fucking sure as shit. Yeah. Maybe he was in on it. Yeah, man. I, I really, <laughs> I really doubt it, but he was, it was kind of funny. It was kind of like a little throwaway line. Like he didn't really, you know, he was just like, wow, yeah. this kind of like, nobody knew anything. And then it turns out he was actually right on the money. It's wow. Just, Crazy. Wow. I wonder if the CIA called him and was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, boy, that was kind of that was kind of close. How did you?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he follows the news. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of right. his job. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Super crazy. If we get, we might have some bleed bleed through. Oh, uh, you're recording right now. I always nice. just hit record. Nice. Go, I like buddy. it. I like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You're you new to the show here? No, I no, no. I, I, I figured I didn't know when you were gonna kind of. <laughs> I knew you were gonna start it, but <laughs> right on. Yeah, I just, right on. It's I like uh, it. Kind of like we were talking about taking the captain's course. Yeah. Like some people get test jitters. Sure. Some people get microphone jitters. Sit somebody down and say, all right, go time. Yeah. And just like, lock up. And Uh-oh. we'll have headphones on, and we'll be talking, and everything will be going great. The moment I hit that record button, they just clam up. They turn Uh-oh. into a totally different person. They're like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm not used to hearing my own voice. And this, and I get yeah. it. It's not yeah. like yeah, it's, it's not normal. Right? Different. It's, it's different. Yeah. 
So I have found that if I just hit record without any kind of Seems hard intro or whatever, yeah. we're just talking, by the time they realize that, oh, shit, he's recording, their guard's already let down because they're right. already like, well, I've already been talking for right. five minutes. It doesn't matter at this point. And yeah, it's like, I like it. Smooth. Yeah, no, it works pretty good. And I think it just plays well to listen back to. It does make good conversation. You just jump right in. Yeah, like yeah. You, you go on to listen to this it podcast. And it's like before you realize you're listening to a podcast, really, you're like in this conversation. Yeah, you're like, yeah. wait, is this a fishing podcast? What is going on right now? What well, are we talking some, yeah. about 9-11? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something I've always liked about like following all you guys' podcasts in Minnesota, specifically, you know, outdoors fishing and whatnot. Like, just the conversation in general, just, you know, don't even matter what you guys are talking about. No. It's just funny listening to guys yeah. shoot the shit, you know. Well, and that's, I mean, honestly, that's what this was supposed to be, right? This yeah. is supposed to be a, like, an extension of when you're in the boat, when you're in right. the duck blind, you're at deer camp. You know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be that kind of whatever comes up, comes yep. up. So I don't usually really fight it. I'll go down any rabbit hole anybody yep. wants to go down. <laughs> now it's my job to eventually get her back on the rails. Pull that back, yep. you know, like look for my exit. Sure, yeah, Like yeah. I can tell we've gone way down this rabbit hole. Yep. And then I just kind of pay attention. And then when somebody says something that I like, I can segue that back into what we were talking yep. about. Then I'll do that. There Sometimes it doesn't always happen. Then you just got to go, okay, well, let's get back yeah. on track. <laughs> but when you can do it, it's slick. It's smooth, yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right. I'm good yeah. at my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, with that said, where was I? I was going to say, um, so, oh, yeah, where we're at. We're at, what is this place called? This Duh. is Dub Boathouse. Boathouse. We aren't sitting in the ranger seats, but we're in a little booth tucked in the corner. And this is McCoy's. McCoy's. No. no. What is this nope. one? As Didn't far we as just pass the sign? No. Well, we were close to McCoy's. We okay. launched at Isle Bay. Just north of that is Johnson's, and then the boathouse is right here. So this is uh, Max Twin Bay. Max Twin Bay. That's what it was. Sorry, yeah. Max. I didn't if, mean to, yeah, to throw the wrong uh, I don't know if there's, don't know if there's a Max that owns it or not, but it's, it's Max. Max. A- M-A-C-S. Max. Yes. Twin, yeah. So I, don't, I guess I don't know, though. Yeah. We're on The Mille story Lacks behind it. Lake. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, tried, tried to find, we found a smallmouth bass. Yes, we hooked a smallmouth and, and bass a and landed a smallmouth bass. <laughs> and hooked and landed I showed a you a lot of yes. fish. Yeah, we got to play around with live scope. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It, it actually uh, is a lot of fun. We it's proved like, that you can spend all the money you want in the world on stuff and it doesn't guarantee fish catches, right? That's right. That's it's like, this was, I mentioned that on the boat. I'm like, this yep. is the good example of when people get their undies in a bunch about new technology and should it be banned and should it be legal. It's like, Bro, we saw lots of fish. Oh today. yeah, literally yeah. watched our lures pretty much slide down yeah. there. How many? Face. How many nose down to it? You know, yeah. I mean, it's like. Or how many just completely ignored it? Hundred percent. Like yep. you watch your lure mm-hmm. fall right by it and yep. it doesn't move. It's yep. just, I don't know, taking a nap or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And I thought we were gonna do good today too because deer were active this I morning, know. like big time. You jinxed us. I did jinx it. <laughs> I, that's my superpower. <laughs> that's just, my superpower. <laughs> that's. Oh, I mean. Gosh. Everybody, everybody has a talent. Gifted with. Yeah, everybody has a talent. Thank you. Some choose to use it for good. I use it. Choose. I, I choose to use it for evil. Oh shit. I don't know. Yeah, like if I had a choice, it would not be. It would not be that. that I, like, if yeah, any any if it wasn't for skill, I wouldn't catch fish ever. Yeah. If well, like, I mean, if you didn't, it's it's like me every time I go fishing. You know, I'll, I'll go. I'll blast them. You know, when I when I leave the dock. I, I'm like, I know I'm going to blast them. You know? And when I blast them, it feels good. But when you don't, you're like, I'm going to blast them tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to come back and do <laughs> The <laughs> only The only thing worse is like the, fir- the curse of the first cast. 
Oh, sure. Fish. Big That's one. never good. Yeah, here we go. Never Going to be good. a good day. Nope. It's never good. No, it's not. I mean, I honestly <laughs> can't remember one time where I first cast caught a fish, and then it was just lights out after that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I probably have. It tanks it, usually it after usually, that. It usually, yes. Because you're expectations thinking, go up. all right, What's that called? I, I, heard, I heard this on a podcast. It's called the, oh, my gosh, it's going to kill me. The something crappie, the... I think it's on the short rod fishing show or some pod. I used I don't the oh I, my gosh, what is I it called? I didn't know there was a term. It's gonna kill me. I'll think of it later. Let's move on. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll sit here all day thinking about well, it. Well, you can it just be a good time to introduce yourself. Yes. Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't know, which you don't. Not yet. No. You're gonna find my out. name is Mike Riedel. I uh, just started guiding full time, a guide service is on a mission fishing. Um yeah, just started guiding full-time here. I've been doing it part-time on the side for five years. Um, worked for FedEx during that time, and I got the opportunity to s- step down from FedEx and pursue this full-time with the support of my wife. That's how it always goes. And, uh, yes, <laughs> I couldn't do it without her. She is awesome. She's an amazing woman. A right. um, little bit more about me. I'm, I'm married. I have two kids. I've got a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. Oh, wow. Two girls, Collins and Aspen. And we have a little pup, Lexi, Golden Doodle, nice, soft little fur ball. Nice. How old? Two years, oh. I think. I don't yeah, know. The big, wife wanted a dog. A I, big puppy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's yeah, she's like thirty pounds, thirty-five pounds, I think, whatever. Oh, nice, she's nice small. little dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Her parents aren't weren't very big. Um, that was kind of one of the deals. For a golden Doodle. That was one. It it is actually because we well even even her brothers we got our litter, obviously, and her brothers huge just a beast. Just a be different, a hmm. little bit different color, you know, for whatever. But yeah, she's a. It's nice they don't shed. Right. You got to actually yep. bring them in to get them shaved. Yep. You know and whatnot. But uh. The shave when the like the poodle pom poms. She does. The lady grooms her up. Oh really? Whatever. Oh, my yeah. God. She'll leave a little bit on joking. the tail and a little That's bit on ridiculous. the face and like the the paws she'll clean <sighs> off and all. But yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean. I love her, but it was like quick I'm hit, not really a quick dog history lesson. Here's information nobody. Wanted to know, but you're going to learn anyways. How that started, the poodle, how like the weird palms. Standard okay. poodles, full-size poodles, are a hunting breed. They're a water dog. And leaving the legs bare with those palms, just like wearing flippers, they just swim that much better. And the big palm on the tail acts as a rudder. What? That's right. And then it became a fashion thing, and then they took it too far. That's how it always goes. That's how it always goes. That's how it always goes. And so, like, your toy poodles, they're still poodles. They're just little tiny. So they still have the same characteristics of the standard poodles, which a lot of standard poodles are. They can be pretty one-family oriented, pretty protective, and they have a high prey drive. So that never gets bred out, right? You just put it in this tiny little package. And then nobody takes these little toy dogs seriously because they just look like toys. And so you don't ever, like, put the right socializing in or the right training, and that's why they become nippy little ankle-biting bastards. Yes. Because oh. they have the prey drive, they have the protectiveness, and then people are like, oh, it's cute, he nipped at your feet. Dude, yeah. your dog bit me. Yeah, right. I'm gonna, the next time oh, it does it, I'm going to kick nips. him. He just I'm, nips oh, a little. Oh, just, don't you oh, love that? Just little loud kisses. Oh, he just, yeah, he just, I'm gonna, he's not going to hurt you. No, I'm going to punt that thing Dude, through the uprights. Uh, how do you know some? Well, that was random. Dude, but, I, like, know I, so much okay. ra- I know so much. I know so My wife's, much like, my wife's random, random knowledge. Like that too. It's she doesn't know a lot, but she has random. I'm just kidding, Jess. <sighs> my brain, like, <laughs> t- 
taking that yeah. captain's course, right? Yeah. I had to study. <laughs> like I had, I had to study, study. Oh, yeah. Flashcards, yeah. the whole things. I've been in a boat almost my entire life. You think this would be like right? You think it is until you get into it. You're like, a, what? A in fish the, in what water, did I get right? myself this into? Be, I, this should be so easy for me to learn. Yeah. No, I have a hard time retaining that kind of knowledge. I come across some random little nature tidbit or a history yeah. tidbit or random movie. Who Sticks. God knows, just yeah. weird shit. Mm-hmm. One time, boom, ironclad. That's in there forever. It's weird how the brain works. And I can recall it on a whim. Yeah. And it's not That's fair. No. Because I can't. Th- what good is it? Unless right. I'm ever on Jeopardy, yeah. hey, am I ever going to have to know? Podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, <laughs> am I ever going to have to know why a standard pool is like a standard? Yeah. No, never. That's ne- I'm never going to make a dime off of that. Yeah, I would have never but thought. But yet. Here it is. Yeah. Here we are. You got it, though. <laughs> so, anyways, you have a poodle. You, total, you, yes. have, a, you have a, a yes. golden poo. Yeah. Or a poodle. Golden doodle, or a yeah. golden doodle. Yeah. There golden it is. doodle, yeah. So, what I is like that? Golden, golden poo retriever better. and a poodle? I don't even know. <laughs> it is. I don't even that's know. That's what it is. Golden retriever and a poodle. Standard poodle. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that, that, that's a little fam. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very yep. nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you're bass primarily, right? Yeah, primarily. Yep. Absolutely. So, that is... um. Has that been a barrier for you at all? So, like, for me, I'm the same. Like, I, yeah. when I guide, I guide for bass and panfish. Yeah. I don't really – I mean, I tell people, like, hey, if you want to catch pike, we can do that because mm-hmm. that's, like – You have to. You got to accommodate the customer. Easy, with the, whatever. With the client wants, right? But um, when people tell me they want to fish for walleyes, I literally mm-hmm. go, I will put you in contact with a walleye guy. I do the same. There's <laughs> enough to – It's just enough not to, me. Nope. And yeah. that's and that's kind of my feeling is like I think the 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 market's saturated. It is with yeah. it. You don't need another walleye guy. There's eight zillion yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. People always ask me. You know, I'm sure you get asked too. But they're like, "Yeah, how come you don't ever chase walleyes? You know, how come you don't? You know, why don't you go do this? Why don't you go do that?" Well, as soon as I can start catching a walleye, skipping a jig under a dock, right, and yanking them out and boat flipping them and lipping them. I'll probably fish for them more, but they don't live under docks. They oh. don't live, you know. What I mean? When they start jumping, and they <laughs> they're start, not hitting topwater frogs. When they start tail walking, they don't destroy a a, a a spook on top. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. I. It's just it's more of a style. Like now, don't get me wrong. We did a. I went up with some buddies up to uh, Winnipeg. Oh, greenbacks, dude! That is insane. You're in like <laughs> you're in like twelve feet of water. There's four feet of ice, so you're only seeing nine feet of the water column. That's crazy, dude. And you're throwing like a half ounce rattle trap. On a stiff freaking ice rod, you know, 40-inch ice rod, heavy braid with a, I had a floral leader on. You probably didn't even need it. The water's real dirty there. And it is, you're ripping, 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 right? And they sometimes you don't even mark them. But well, yeah, because like, your cone is, like, yes, tiny. But when you mark one, it's, you guarantee, like, they just kill it. Really? Now, obviously, that's like any fishing. You're not always going to catch them like that. Right, Some right, days right, you got to throw right, a little right, flutter yeah. spoon with the middle yeah. head on or whatever. But sure. that type of fishing... Hell yeah, I'll do that. Oh yeah. Am, yeah. I, am I a walleye fisherman in that type aspect? I don't oh, even, yeah. But I'll even say just winter in general. I'll walleye fish in the winter. Oh yeah. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Chicken spoons, you know, yeah. even if it's live bait and a mm-hmm. bobber. Yeah. I, that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. You know what is not that's, fun to me? Is sitting there with my bail open, four pound test on my finger, waiting for the lightest bite I'm already ever. Sleeping. <laughs> then if I think I may right. or may not have <laughs> a, bite, a bite, but just to be case, rocker. I'm gonna let my finger go yeah. and I'm gonna let feed that line out. Because God forbid that fish feels a split shot, and then I'm gonna count to two minutes. Yeah. I'm gonna engage the bale, reel in really slowly, and if he's there, I'm gonna do this long sweeping yeah. hook set so I can catch a 14-inch walleye yeah, not, that doesn't fight. 
get yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. And, for, and here's what I understand. In, in, in defense of walleye guys Yeah, we probably just pissed off a lot of people. Uh, people that's, are that's, so that's used okay. to me <laughs> dogging on walleyes in this podcast. It's not even – it's ridiculous. Um, in their defense, though, I think a big piece of – and I could be wrong here, but I think the big piece of walleye fishing isn't so much the actual catching. It's It's the – putting the puzzle together it's the challenge of getting them to oh, bite. Sure. it's like i figured it out i yeah. caught this hard to catch fish well i i did all well that's I'm relative just, to you know yeah it, it right is. you know here's here's the other now see now i'm gonna go on the attack again oh <laughs> they like to say they're way harder to oh, catch yeah, than are. bass of course yes anyway you don't want to know why that is because there's ever. less of them yeah there's just less mm-hmm. of them in any given take a lake mm-hmm. Even yep. Malax here. Yep. If you were, if you had a magic net, let's pull up all the bass and all the walleyes. I mm-hmm. guarantee you, there's more bass in here than there are walleyes. I wonder if that, you know, I wonder if that's true. Let's just, ask. And, let's and ask the DNR. They know. Yeah. How about to pick <laughs> Lake Minnetonka? Right? There's walleyes in Lake Minnetonka. Oh, yeah. There's big walleyes in Lake Minnetonka. Oh yeah. Rush Lake, the East and West Rush. There's really big walleyes in there. I guarantee you, there's more bass. Oh, yeah. than walleyes. Yeah. In yeah, almost absolutely. any watershed, probably the only lake that's not the them. case is probably red. Sure, right. Are there even bass in red? I think there's smallmouth, but you I never hear anybody k- talking no, about it. No, not no, but no bycatches or nothing. I mean, no, it's even, pretty rare. You know, granted, you're not going to catch a ice fishing a ton. You know, on a tip up, big sucker minnow. Right, but even fishing, the summer, I mean, I've, I no, yeah. have to assume there's smallmouth in there, but I guess maybe, be, not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, there's certain lakes that yeah just. They're in there just really low density. So it's still you know, a challenge, right? It's, I, I get I get the challenge yes. piece of it, and you have to be super finesse at times, but not always. At times. Sometimes right, they're exactly. trolling cranks at 12 yeah. miles an hour just triggering this bite or using lead core. Or they're doing – I mean, it's just – the only thing yeah. dumber than that – and here's how I want to piss another whole <laughs> group of people off. The only thing dumber than that is trolling for crappies. Get the fuck out of here with trolling for <laughs> crappies. You're going to use a – Eight-foot rod, yeah. thick trolling yeah. rod. Planer board. How do you even know it's on when it thinks they're think, skipping on the I boat? I think you just – was that directly towards Doug? Um, probably. <laughs> more so like Jake. Jake Kukmeister Kuk- from Minnesota okay. made. He, okay. He'll troll for crappies. Right and my buddy Flotty will troll for crappies. It's so – I, yeah. I love hey, catching that's crappies. Biting, I, guess, I love catching crappies. Yeah. But I want an ultralight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You got to use the right gear. Yeah, yeah. Like the – Right. Just use a musky do, rod then. Yeah, like, do if you do don't do care about the fight, use a musky rod just, for everything. Right. Like, just get yeah. them in. Yeah. Like, you put, might as well put an electric reel on it while right. you're at it. Fuck <laughs> it. Like, you're not catching, you're not feeling anything anyways. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so dumb. <sighs> now, no. again, yeah. going back, I'll catch, like, there's been a few times I've fished for walleyes where they're on, like, a just a jig bite. You oh, know, yeah. Like a ball head jig Absolutely. dragging across sand. It's kind of fun. Absolutely. It's a lot like bass fishing. Yep. Right? You're feeling the bottom. Yep. You're feeling that tap. You're setting the hook. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Yep. I don't mind that. Yep. I mean, if we get down to it, if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I just hate rigging. Yeah. I hate Lindy rigging. I hate any pulling type of, spinners. Any type of trolling. That's just eh, stupid. I don't know. So. I yeah, know. that's it's not for me either. <laughs> well, good. Not. We're on the same page. All yeah. right, podcast yep, over. Yep, there we go. All right, pulls her up. <laughs> <laughs> tap. <laughs> no, Is, so has it, has it been a barrier? No. Um, okay. You'd be surprised how many phone calls you get from, so obviously bass fishing on in this high lake, school. Well, I would think for smallmouth because yes, that got yes. out, right? So but. that's what I really kicked myself for when I was doing this part-time. So working for FedEx, obviously, busy, 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 busy. 
on the weekends. I was guiding almost every weekend, and one had to go. So it's taking a lot of time away from wife and kids. Kids were, I mean, they're still young, obviously, but mm-hmm. I, like, I had a drive home one day, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even spend a weekend with the kids in a while. Like, work was picking up, work was picking up. And obviously that was a big money maker then, so I just kind of stopped advertising. If I got a trip here and there, I would take it. But mm-hmm. I stopped advertising. I started fun fishing more. Now, don't get me wrong; I still did a ton of fun fishing when I was right, guiding right, right. on the side. I was. I'm not saying I was guiding every single day, but I was every weekend doing something to, for guiding, either pre-fishing for upcoming trips or. Mm-hmm. Um, so one went, but I got a ton of calls when the Bassmasters came here. Oh, I bet. I mean, it was insane. You'd people go, hey, I'm, I'm in town on business. Uh, Wednesday, you know, afternoon, I'm, I'm in Minneapolis. I'll buzz up right now. What do you charge? Okay, I'll, I'll, I got that. I'll, I said, well, we could do an evening deal when I get done with work. And yeah, it's right. like, you know, I'll work for FedEx. You're kind of done when you're done. There's no set time. So, you know, I'd bust ass. And I did, I, I did, I did trips after work a lot, too. But, um, no, like just going on with, uh, you know, the high school fishing deal. You know, there's a lot of kids getting into fishing. You can go online and learn a ton. But, like, hiring a guide and going out on the water and hands-on, you know, and not everybody's hands-on guy, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are. And you can go hands-on in a boat and get all your answers questioned in an eight-hour period and catch some fish. I mean, it's a pretty good bang for your buck. It's a, you can still go online, develop yourself, you know, through all the YouTube and, you know, all the pros got their own channel. You're going to learn a ton. But you're not going to really develop those skills unless you put the time in on the water, you know, and whatnot. But... No, I do get a lot of calls. Um, it'll be, uh, like, I just boat captain for a high school team. And the, the, the young boy and his, his old man, you know, they go, man, we're going to hire you. You know, we, we, we want you to take us out, you know. And so there's a lot of people willing to go catch bass, which is like, you know, people, you pay somebody to go put you on bass? <laughs> it's like, okay, 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 okay. I know you can go to your Anybody farm pond catch and bass. catch 100 two-pounders. Right. You know, I know you can catch. I know there's a hundred. I know there's a million one-pounders in every lake you're going to go to. You know, but as far as dialing it in and really getting a pattern in, a winning pattern, getting or, the top or five. just bigger fish, getting the you biggest know? five. I mean, That's whether you're thing. tournament fishing or fun fishing, yeah. you know, yeah, when you're fun fishing, you just want to catch fish, but you want to catch the biggest fish. Right. You want to catch a big one, I mean, right? You want to brag to your buddies. Um, and there's just, you know, you're, you're going to – you it's – it's it's not you know as easy as people think it is you know. Well, I mean, both like Doug Glenervine from SmackDown Outdoors mm-hmm. podcast. We both we we've shared the exact same sentiment. It's like all these people that dog on, while or uh, bass fishing. And it's usually walleye guys. Yeah. Uh, it's like if it's that easy. Yeah. Go make Sign some up. money. Why, why why are you leaving yeah. all that money on the table? There's right. a fifty thousand dollar purse for you yeah. to just take it. Right. It's so easy. Just go yeah. just go do it. Right. What are you waiting for? Yeah. It's so easy. Just go do it. No, it, it's not. It's just a not. Uh, yeah, and you'd be surprised at how many walleye guys will PM me or what is it, DM me, whatever, right? Or call DM'd, me. DMD, private message, walleye direct guys. message, hey, whatever. Where do, you, where do you catch them smallmouth on? Oh, you want to? <laughs> oh, now you want to know? I thought they were easy. Or hey, just a, you catching just any worm walleyes? A red and white hook, you catching bro. any walleyes over there? <laughs> Don't you know where all the walleyes are? Aren't right. you a walleye? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. I'm just giving them shit. But, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's obviously it's a growing sport. It's huge, you know, in the high school. I mean, some of them freaking high school tournaments, they get 300 boats. Oh, it's unreal. Which is, you know, what, I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's that, a that, that could be a whole other deal. That's you know, a whole other conversation right but, there. But, uh, no, and I, I, so, like I, like, like I said, I, I, I do focus more on bass, you know, smallmouth, largemouth, depending on, you know, what the client wants, you know, where, where the fish are biting the best. You know, I'll do smaller lakes, bigger lakes, whatever, right? Um, but in the spring – in Minnesota here, we got to wait a little while until the bass opens. 
So I will chase pan fishing crappies, and I, I, I do several of those trips too. So do you do yeah. so ice fishing or just the early? So open this will be the stuff? first year I'm going to go into ice season. Okay. Yep. So that was something, you know, not that it was crazy when I was doing it part time, but pretty. Mu I mean, ninety percent of my clients would say, "Hey, do you do you do this in the winter?" We would totally book you if you did this yeah. in the winter. You know, a lot of these guys that are hiring a guide. Some dudes have a ton of experience, and they have all the equipment to do it. They just might need that little edge of, like, what am I doing wrong? Right. You know, so they'll hire a guide to say, no, you're doing it right. You're just, mm -hmm. you know, maybe wrong timing or wrong area, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then a lot of it is, like, guys just, they like to fish, but they don't like to do the work. You know, they just want to be like, hey, I just want to catch fish. Right. You know, so they'll pay big money to go And there's some fish, that don't so. even need to catch fish. There's yeah. some that will that will hire you. Absolutely, they'll take you out. Those they guys have in the town wheelhouse. Business. They have their yep. their drinking beers. They're doing yep. whatever. You're yeah. you're there. Yeah, you you're, that, you're yeah, trying. You yeah. but they're like, ah, oh, whatever. Right. Give me another beer. Exactly. Yeah. So yep. that's when that's when being an entertainer, yes. part of being a guide comes. There's into play. a lot more to guiding than just putting people on yeah, fish. You have to be a talker. The you good ones. Yeah, yep. you got to be a people yep. person. Yep. for sure. Exactly, because you're going to run into freaking all. Well, and if you're not a people person, you better be a hammer. Yes, you better be Jacob Wheeler. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares if you're a dick as long no. as you're catching fish. Yep, right. Yep. <laughs> so yep. I need to really yeah. be a, an entertainer. Yeah, who caught all the fish today? I was a terrible fucking guy. Yeah, there, wasn't I got. I? Hey, dude, Dale, look at that small out there. Whack. I literally got skunked today. <laughs> uh, no, we only fished for a few hours. Yeah. But. Um, it was windy it is what at it times. Is. I'm not going to make any excuses. It was it was a tough bite. Like it was. Said, we saw the fish, and like we talked about, like yeah. going into that. And this would be a good time to transition yeah. into that debate. Like, so people talk like, "Oh, this new technology it should be mm -hmm. banned. It's mm -hmm. not fair." It's a, mm -hmm. Are you going to catch more fish mm -hmm. with this technology? Absolutely. Yep. But it is not no. a guarantee. What it is is <laughs> it's it's literally like I had a guy message me. He's like, "Mike, do I need live scope?" Because I was posting all these pictures, right, talking about yes. it. Yes. I had a hell of, like, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, pr I'm, pretty new, I'm, yes. I'm pretty new to LiveScope. Um, I've just been running the Lowrance structure scan, whatever. I'm, I'm the, you know, type of fisherman. I idle a piece of structure. Uh, if it looks good, I'm going to fish it. If I mark fish, I'm really going to fish it right type thing. On Malax here, most of you, most of you, you know, if you haven't fished here before, these fish are boat shy. You're going to idle over a spot, and you might not mark fish. The smallmouth are going to swim away from the boat. So that LiveScope really helps to... You know, I've already got structure identified just from the years of being out here marking structure. And I'll, I'll idle up to it, and then you sit back, you know, 100 feet, pan it, mm -hmm. and then say, hey, Dale, there's some fish out there we're not going to catch. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when you're like, well, throw a spinnerbait on. We'll try yeah. that pattern. I'm like, yep, yeah, I can not this, catch fish on that, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Dale, why don't you put that Ned rig down? Pick up the spinnerbait. Sure, I can wash that, too, for you. <laughs> sure. Um, I no forget problem. where. I, I kinda, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I blacked out there for a second. No, it's, I totally it's, lost track of. It's fine. <laughs> we did that on the lake too. Um, <laughs> you did. You did it while driving. Yeah, that yeah. Kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of picked your head up. Hey, look at that buoy up there. <laughs> oh yeah, I was actually trying to go to that one. Um, so as far what was I saying? As far as we were talking technology here, and if if it's neat, okay, so yes, I know where I'm at now. Right. Buddy, a message me, Mike. I don't have to do anything. He's like, You're Mike. Do I, I'm, I usually ought to have been like next subject. I'm off the rails. I can't. <laughs> I can usually never get it back. Just like I won't get back the whatever crappy. Oh, decoy crappie. Decoy, see, there you How go. How the hell did I think Boom. of it now? Just like that. So it, what it is is you're out fishing. <laughs> no, we're never going to get back on oh, the other one. Hold on, we will. Where are we at? Uh, tools. Okay. <laughs> decoy crappie. Right. So decoy crappie is, I mean, you could call it anything, decoy decoy bass. It's it's, it's that fish you're talking about mm -hmm. where you first cast. It's biggin'. You're like, this is the fucking pattern. Oh, this I got it. This is the decoy, yeah. So it's then all day you're, you know, let's say you catch one under a dock on a Senko. All day I'm like, I'm going to run this fucking pattern. It's got a five-pounder. 
It's like, I'm, I'm done. I just got to catch four more. It'll be uh. easy. And then you run that all day, and you come in, you, you got one, you got one yeah. fish. You sacrificed one. And you didn't get yeah. big bass because somebody caught a that, six that, and a half. That's like the bar, like being the designated drunk at the bar. So the guy, there's a cop waiting to pull people over, right? So the designated drunk, he stumbles out to his car. Oh, he's bumping into oh, stuff, talking loud. Yeah. Never actually gets Sneaky. into his car. Or gets into his car, doesn't really matter. Just sits in there, never goes. So the cop's like, I'm getting this motherfucker. This Meanwhile, all the other drunk fuckers are getting in their car and driving away. Now, when they've all left and the coast is clear, he gets in, fires up his car. He gets pull- You're going to get pulled over. You get pulled over, but you're dead, sober dead as fuck. You, you haven't had a drink all night. There's nothing he can do. You are the designated drunk. You just that's let slick. everybody else go. Yeah. So that's kind of the same thing. So I've tools. never, I've never done that. <laughs> I would never do that. It's <laughs> no. super irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> please don't drink and drive. Actually, please don't drink and drive. That's legit. I'm not joking. Yes. But um, don't. So uh, okay, rounding it back here. Tools. Back around here. Tools. So it's just literally, it's a, another tool. What did I say on the boat when we were fishing? And I was like, you know, I kind of wish they stopped coming out with shit like this because it literally changes the way you fish. The Ultrax change the way I fish. I would never probably have got one if I didn't do any guiding at all. But when you're on Malax and, you know, deeper than That's I can. That's a lie. Because as someone who is the only <laughs> Minnesotan to not Dude, own no, an Ultrax. I, well, I can say that now because I've owned I it. All I want to do is have I can one of say them that goddamn now. I can things. say that now because I've owned it and it's kind of, you know, I guess it's one of those things where you got it and you're like, eh, I wouldn't mind. But, like, my four tracks, dude, I just bought a four tracks. Uh, four tracks. Just bought one. This is right before the Ultrax came out, and I should have freaking known better because Minn Kota hadn't really come out with anything in a little while. And this was the first year AOI here when, like, Polinick had it, a few other guys had it, you know. So I literally just bought the Fortrex. Wow, $1,700, bucks, you know, because they just give them away. They're so cheap. Yeah, right? super cheap. And I think I have that in my couch oh cushions. Oh, my gosh, yeah, of course. Uh, and, like, a month later, oh, there's this new oh, Ultrax, you know, Spotlock. And I'm like, that's what I wanted to get. Like, yeah. I, I like the, uh, uh, the idea of Spotlock, but they had, like, the power drive, the right. whatever it is. And so I'm this like, I don't, I don't like the pedal, you know. Like, I want steer. the pedal. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, my. Yeah, for those who don't know, Ultrax is a cable steer trolling motor with a um, – it's cable-driven electric motor. So, like, there's no really feedback or anything. But then, yes, it has GPS, so you can Spotlock. And you can jog. You can, you know, go to waypoints if you want to get that crazy. It's really, it's really changed the way I fish, right? But it's another. So then, of course, yeah, of like course I said it, before, they give those away. That's three grand. Of course it changed so the way that. you fish. You can actually fish. Yeah, like when there's true. wind yeah. and you're not fighting yeah. the wind yeah. and you're not like, God damn it, looking at you, trying to stay on your, your waypoint and whatever, and it's blowing you sideways, and then you're casting behind you because the wind's coming from the wrong direction for you yeah. to work that slope and do it. No, now yes. you get to go. Doop. Yeah. And if that means you have to go walk to the back of your yeah. boat and it's fish, off the back, fish off the back, you can I'll do that. that one bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it is. It's awesome. It's just another tool to have. Another, you know, it's like a, it's a tool in your toolbox. You know, like you mm-hmm. can't do everything with a crescent wrench, right? You, you can have do a lot if it's a big enough you crescent can, wrench. Right? You can, right? <laughs> you know, like I can run Everything's a hammer if you need yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but no, the, you know, the live scope, it is like today – you, you can really verify, you know, like we, we went up on that reef. I said, you know, let's throw some spinner baits up on this wind, mm-hmm. on this wind bone reef. It's a, it's a, it's a pattern that can kind of play out here. And what do we do? I go out there and you can see the fish. Yeah. They're all, right on the break. We seen them. Yeah. I right caught one on a we're supposed to freaking be. Carolina rig fluke. Um, and it's just, I mean, they're there. So like, it, it just verifies, okay. You know, like if, he, if we had run that longer, we definitely would have put more fish I in think the boat, so. right? Yeah, we, we kind of figured that out. Throwing right at the that end. pattern, or whatever. we stayed yeah, out pretty yeah, deep yeah, most yeah. of the day. That's kind of fish are pretty scattered on this lake right now. 
they are in smaller schools. Like most of the fish we've seen today, what two to three fish? Yeah, you know, I think you've seen a couple one caught a four, but then yeah. we lost it right away yeah. too. So and they're moving like crazy too. Yeah. We could yeah. see that. I mean, right. it's they don't they, they ain't giving it up right, no. right now at Mille Lacs, no. and that's why you see. We talked about it. Yeah, everybody's a hero in June, right? That's right. Yeah. But you want to be a you want to be a smallmouth professional. Come with the Malax in yep. June. Everybody's yep. a stud. Yeah. Just yeah. Facebook loaded with pictures so, of four pounders. Yeah. <laughs> and then about oh I don't know, June twenty oh, eighth it comes yeah. to a screeching right. halt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They get a little tougher. But no, it's uh it's uh like I said it's another tool, you know. Um, if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably go three sixty. Live scope. Uh, well, I wouldn't even do live. I wouldn't even bother. I just said, just get the hummingbird live. It, it seemed, you know, I was in the market for it. I seen hummingbird live come out. It, to me, it looked like the same image. Mm -hmm. I, I know Garmin's dialed, so you know, I, right. the live scope right. has already been out. I'm kind of late to the party on it. Actually, it's been out for two years. The live scope, you know, Pan Optics has been out. I think what five? Couple, I mean, mm -hmm. it's got to be yeah. a handful of years, right? Yeah, it's been out. I know ice fishing guys have been using yeah. like crazy. Still don't uh, have one of those either. You know, and hey, that's good though, because now all this new stuff that's coming out, that older stuff that still works great. Yeah. Like you could go get a pan optics right now for I don't a thousand bucks. I mean, you get a yeah. I mean, yeah, you're talking used. You got some some risk that's there. Still you know? grand. Yeah, it's, it's still. I know, right? It's like still I said, grand. they just keep giving it away. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They gotta right. start charging more still for this grand. stuff. Still grand. And uh, you can help me pay for that by going to uh, my fans only account at no Ooh, I thought I, I thought I set you up for something good there but <laughs> literally I will but start they a could fans give you a follow and share and I don't if so if some if, if somebody wants to stare at my butthole for 20 bucks a month I'm gonna yes. let them 20 bucks is 20 care. bucks that's right 20 bucks is 20 bucks <laughs> I don't get I'll never meet him I don't give a shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Yep. I'm going to sign yep. up for that right now. No, that's a great idea. Right <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I am I am definitely behind the curve when it comes to electronics, and fishing the TOC was like such a glaring example of that. I'm sitting next to all these it boats. I got my old sun-faded 05 Ranger, my 5-inch hummingbird up front my seven inch in the back what you shouldn't <laughs> no I mean, power poles you shouldn't dog yourself at all man you did really good i did i'm, I'm actually who's that guy you beat uh, do we need to mention him? <laughs> i don't want to say no. it this is bad for no. him i let's just say i beat some decent names yeah no you, recognizable I mean, names i mean and that's and that's the thing like there's there, it shouldn't be a barrier for people to no. get and into I, the and sport I'm, or and, and you know like i said it's another tool in the box yes and would I love to have them? Absolutely. And yes. I will have them eventually. Mm -hmm. um, but you still need to know how to fish. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the bottom yep. line, right? Like you yep. Just having the technology isn't good enough. You no. can stare at the – we did it today. You yep. can stare at the fish all day, yep. all you want. But if you don't know yep. how to get them to bite, mm -hmm. what good is it? Yeah, it's, it's all about it's, – now it's, now it's almost more painful. It is, like man. <laughs> you chase – I mean, look at how many when we were going down a break, and I was like, oh, squirrel. Yeah. And you, oh, there's one over here. Well, you, you have know. to. I mean, how are you, you do. not going to cast that Because a fish? lot of those fish, you're, it's them loners, and they're giant. Yeah. Usually, you know, yeah. that's, that is a lot of times where you're going to catch your bigger fish. But, no, it is – I'm not it, – it is – it's awesome. But, like I said, I kind of wish that it's just more stuff i got to go buy now. I mean, yeah, if, you, if, if money was no object, it'd be interesting to see what I would get on as far as electronics. Because mm -hmm. um, oh, I'm not gosh, married to no. any one brand. No, there, right? there's not really a bad one I'll right tell now. you. They're I'll tell you right now, and I know Hummingbird makes some stuff that – could fix this problem but so i have the the seven it's not touchscreen, right it's just but it has a side imaging down imaging down yeah. imaging and i think the 
I think it's a far better product than Lawrence. Like the like the image you get for like your side imaging. Yep, side imaging. Yep. Like way better because my mega? buddy Joel has yes. Yeah, yeah. Mega's I have the mega. Insane, it's dude. awesome. It's so good. It is. And so he it has is. the he has the Lawrence, and it's pretty good. But it's not as good. But the difference in quality isn't so much that he's missing any details that I'm getting. Sure. I'm just seeing a sharper image of yeah. it. Yeah. And what his unit has at mine doesn't is his is touchscreen. So when he's you know scanning and he sees a boulder, he waypoint. just touches it. Doom, yeah. doom, doom, mm-hmm. doom. Waypoint, waypoint, waypoint. Mm-hmm. On mine, I have to scroll over. Yeah, it's kind of like mine. My yeah. screen stops. Okay. Yep. Press the waypoint, go back to it, and then it starts scrolling again. So whatever happened, however long it took me to drop that waypoint. I missed all that information. Now it's just gone. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. Can you scroll back on birds? I don't know. I've never tried. Okay, so this is kind of a sneaky squirrel thing that Ooh, tip maybe. that Jacob. Well, it's it's public knowledge. Jacob Wheeler put it on his YouTube. I found out this from another guy I was fishing with. He, so Wheeler, obviously is a big name. When he's out pre-fishing, people are watching him. Mm-hmm. He's he 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 mentioned like, dude, guys so will have binoculars. So he won't drop waypoints no, right away. So that's He'll why wait he runs. And go back. So he runs all brands, right? He picks the best. He's got birds. He's got a Lawrence. He's got. See, Garmin. I think that's what I would end up doing. Well, here's the deal. So Lawrence, I can scan back. So like how your situation, out of Malax here, I can be going along. I can idle a piece of structure, and not even mark anything right away. I'll just idle it, and because if you can get waypoint crazy out here. Yeah. Oh, Everything yeah. looks good. Yeah. So if I'm coming across a reef that I've never been on before, and I'm like, geez, that looks good. And I'm like, waypoint, waypoint, waypoint. And then you go like 60 feet, and you're like, oh, my gosh, that boulder's the size of a bus. Like, I'm going to mark that instead right. of all this little, you know. So, like, I'll idle it, and then I'll mark my waypoints. And I can scroll back quite a ways. And it will time up. Like, it'll only let you go so far, but you can go away. So Wheeler, he'll be out, you know, idling ledges. And if there's other competitors or just he just does it all the time. Right. He'll mark juice and he just he'll he'll just keep going. He'll go like two hundred feet off it and then put his hand up, do a waypoint. Uh, but they don't see him scrolling back right, to actually right, right, you know. Right, right. So they're thinking, ooh. So now they're running there. over to where he was so touching he's just, the screen. Dude, that's some sneak. That's, that's you next wonder why level he's shit. <laughs> the dude is next level. Yeah, he's I goat. mean it's he's he's gonna be the goat. Dude. Um, if he isn't already. So yeah, as far as you know, marking structure, scrolling back, yeah, that's kind of a deal. But uh yeah, like I know, like you know, the the, the mega. You're gonna see the structure better, and then you're gonna see like the fish on the structure. Mine, I can if it's like perfect image, yeah, ideal condition or perfect conditions. You know, I will see dots. You know, on my down image, you know, I'll see dots, and um, you know, I can see them. It's I'm more looking for structure out here. Right. You know, fish are really and hard to mark. Even out here. even on the with the mega, it's like I don't look for fish generally. Yeah, if you see one, you see one. You're like, oh, that's a fish right there. But you're generally looking for structure, and then yes. you're just using your general fishing knowledge. Like, yes. this is the structure I'm looking for. There should be fish here. You mm-hmm. fish it. Yep. Sometimes you catch them. Sometimes you don't. Right. Yep. Having that live scope, you know, is just like, there yeah, they are. I didn't Can't, even show no you. No denying it. So yeah, I didn't <laughs> even show you a perspective mode. That is like 360, but it's like 180. It's like half a 360, right? It's like okay. Your front, your front view, and it still is directional wherever you're pointing it, right? And that's like your live. You know, it's still live. So. Um, I could have showed you out here. It's actually pretty legit if you're going to um, – so actually today would have been a pretty good a good time to, time to it. use it with yeah. the wind. So yeah. you hit spot lock, your trolling motor. Yep. Mine is mounted to my all tracks. Yeah, and you would see the yeah. boulders, you know. They'd always be in your view as well, I guess. Right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, 
And that's just a simple that's model think, update. And that's where I think 360 would shine. That's why I said if I had all the money in the world, I'd have a 360 going all the time, and then I'd have live on its separate mount like we talked about today. That is going to be. Yeah, because then you could point it right yeah. at. Cause no matter what the wind's doing. That's the thing with the 360 is you got to wait. You know, it's like a sure. Doppler radar. Right? Yeah. You have to wait for it to come back yep. around to refresh and fish move, yep. right? Yeah. So you'd let 360 find it no matter mm -hmm. where it was on the hands of a clock for you, and then yep. you would just turn your live scope. Point right there at it. it. Like, oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. Let's catch that one. Yeah. And video game it. Yep. And you either catch it or not catch it. <laughs> or <But> then you <laughs> can look at fish you don't catch. Yeah. We did that. It was yeah. super fun. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty. I had a good time today. It was like, I mean, I've caught fish. Like, you're like, oh, let's get you one. I'm like, dude, that smallmouth was a tank. Like, I've caught. <laughs> that was a good one. I've caught big smallmouth. Like, it's one. not. It's not that they don't want to continue to catch right, them. Right, right, right. But I don't have to be the guy that catches them. Sure. Like the boat Obviously that's put in my a good goal, fish, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I got, yeah. I'm a guy too. I yeah. get It's the same thing. I understand where you're yeah. coming from, but it's like I don't ha I've done I've, it. I've had that curse a lot where, you know, you're, you're, you're guiding somebody out here and you're like, how are you not? Like, how are they not catching them? Like, we're on them. I can see them here. What's going on? And then you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to fire this out here. And Sometimes you, just you have to. Do it a blind. I do it all the time. I hate it. I'll, I'll be like. Bomb a cast out and I'm watching the clients. Oh, okay. And then I just feel thunk. Boom. I'm like, no way. God damn it. Five pounder. And you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, they're here, guys. Come on. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes when the bite's tough, you have to. It is. You, you have time to you got to pick up a stick yeah. and you got to figure yes. out, okay, move it slow, mm -hmm. move it faster, yes. hop it, drag it, twitch yeah. it. You know, I'm going to try that. You keep doing this. I'm going to try this bait. Mm -hmm. And that kind of happened to me when I, I took my nephew out fishing. When this was the night where he, he caught, he actually did pretty good and he caught probably the most fish he's ever caught in his life but he was while he was fishing i put him up with a with a weighted wacky oh, yeah. you know can't screw those up nope he's really novice and so while he was doing we weren't getting fish right away and it was more that this they just weren't in the spots that they normally are this time of year on that lake so but while he was doing that i was throwing different stuff just like yep. well let's see what the bite is let's yep. try this let's try that you know this jig Start i'm gonna try a fishing. swim jig i'm gonna try a chatter bait i'm gonna try a top water bait i'm gonna try you know just whatever mm -hmm. it's to try to figure them out so mm -hmm. i want to get this kid some fish right mm -hmm. yeah so i would like i'd switch to a different style and all of a sudden i'd stick a good one yeah. <laughs> i know right <laughs> kid's gonna get frustrated yeah. I'm like why am i not You're using like, that minute, but then i wouldn't catch anything on that again sure it's like okay well that's not a pattern i i picked up a rando but it's like yeah and that's then all the i throw a top water throw like a whopper plopper out there so i'm like boom get oh, blow up on you like oh there's one and maybe that maybe they're on top water no, Here, try it doesn't this. get touched yeah no, don't want to get touched again but moral of that story is we ended up figuring it out and it was a look it wasn't a presentation it was a location thing they were just in a very specific feeding pattern that day and um, basically they were like on shore okay <laughs> i mean they okay, were so sure. they were and it was yeah. um the they were on giant rocks like okay. the big canadian shield yeah. like boulder type rocks yeah that's really which cool generally you overlook because they don't sure. offer any cover yeah. right they're just like exposed yeah, just giant, yeah my theory is that they're and it's roughly we go to we go up there the same time of year same time of summer every year i think that's the it correlates with uh crayfish mold has to man and they're just, they're waiting either if they're yep. getting them as they're climbing out or coming back in or both yep. because the, you have to pretty much cast your lure mm. on shore. Yep. And so if you think about they're it, on those big, bank. bald, sloping giant rocks, mm -hmm. big granite slabs. Oh, I suppose they're climbing right up there. A crayfish out there, there mm -hmm. is 
sticking out. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere for him to hide. Yep. Even if it tries to swim away, it can't. There's no crevice, no yep. crack for it. Right. It's just true. there. So it's, if there's something on that rock, a bass is going to crush it. Yep. Now, most times of the year, that kind of rock is pointless. Like there's nothing that doesn't hold anything. So why are they there today? Right. Well, it's got to be food-oriented. It's the only thing yeah, I can think yeah, of. Yeah, that's the same around here that when the crayfish molt, whatever, they lose their little exoskeleton mm -hmm. deal. I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know a ton about it. But yeah, that's, that's essentially pretty much they it. That's, um, yeah, they, they, they get, like, super bright They orange. outgrow they're, their clothing. They have to get new yep. clothes. <laughs> and they are, it's, yeah, when, 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 it's, when you're on that bite, you're cat, you'll know because they're literally puking them up and you, the, whole, yep, way, the and whole way to the boat. You'll see live crayfish on shore. Yeah. They literally climb out of the water. That's how I stumbled on that, that pattern on that lake years ago. We just we weren't even fishing. We're like, hey, let's go for a nature hike on the big island. And we were like way inland. And I'm like, fucking crayfish. Why is there a giant what crayfish? Up? And it was giant. Wow. The thing was huge. I'm like, what is this thing doing? And it didn't dawn on me then. Like yeah. that that should have been and that was that was a week we were struggling. Like couldn't yeah. we weren't really catching fish that good because they weren't in all their Typical spots. Yeah, traditional summer. And then all of a sudden, I stumbled on the fact that, oh, they're in super shallow water. Yeah. Anything that casts a shadow just casts there. There's a bass sitting yeah. under it. I don't know why they're here, but then it's like light bulb. Then I remembered mm -hmm. the crayfish, and I was like, wait a minute. I bet the crayfish are molting, yep. and they're keying in on those crayfish. Yep. It's got to be what it is. It's got to be. It is. I'm sure it is. It's got to be, right? You'll have, you'll have I mean, to ask the bass next time you catch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't claim to be an <laughs> expert, but it. Whether that's the reason or not, it, I treat it as the reason, yes. and it usually pans out pretty well. Yeah, I figured this out. On my <laughs> I own. can catch a lot this of fish. This is what's going on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm this is what's smart. going on. And they are spitting up yeah. crayfish. Yeah, that's they're a fun spitting up. They're spitting them up. They're pooping them out, and your mm. live well smells like yeah. death. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fish poop after eating crayfish is not a pleasant no. smell. It's like kind of like a protein shake for us, right? very bad. You have a big protein shake, right? and you get the... A little bit of cabbage mixed in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not good. Yeah. It's not good. That's funny. Uh, it's, and I don't know what it is about it when they're on that crayfish bite. They're just angry. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's because they have claws and they, like, they get pinched. And they, oh, they just, they just hit it. smash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so well, violent. Yeah. I, I know even, like, swim bait bites out here, a lot of times you'll be rolling a slow rolling a swim bait, kayak, whatever, throw a lot. You'll get bumped. And, like, if you do the traditional, oh, set the hook and reel. You miss it. Well, it never had it. it oh, I right. think they freaking kill it first. Or they well, stun They try it to first. pin it down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, they just hit it. Because, like, I've had it so many times reeling. Boom, slack knock. I mean, 10 feet is like, you try to reel it in, nothing there. I have how, had how that. How do you not get it, right? Yeah, I've had that with crankbaits, too. Yep. Yeah, exactly, right? So, like, my theory is, like I said, I never asked. I never asked right. the bass. Yeah. Or they, they didn't respond to me anyway. But, <laughs> but you know, you're reeling it. Don't get hit. Just keep reeling. And then they just loan up on it. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, it's dead. But you know, but. I will say, I mean, a lot of times they'll hit it pretty angry. I was just thinking oh, back. Sure. Like, it's I not mean, always times, true yeah. with the crayfish thing. Because even mm -hmm. this last summer we're up there, there was a couple times where my nephew Trent was getting frustrated because I was catching fish and he wasn't. Um, that's just because I'm better. Oh, of course. But uh, <laughs> that's just a dig. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he listens to this. Uh, but there was times where there, a fish would just be on it. You just you're, you're right. you know you're working it you're waiting to feel that tick or a thump or a something yep. and you're just like just he just hoovered it right like, up. This is like a weed, but it. not oh, yeah. quite like a weed. And like, well, the thing is, it hook sets are free, so I'll yep. just I'll reel down and, boom, boom, and there's one there. Yep. Like, God, that was like the most subtle bite. Yep. And it really is odd. It's like a lot of times when it's like that they're eating. 
Yeah. Because they're just inhaling it. Mm -hmm. So there's there's nothing to be felt. Yeah, they ain't running. They just eat it. And just, nope. They just open like, their mouth. They take in a gallon of water, and the, your jig yep. happens to be in that gallon of water. So there's nothing to feel. Then they start swimming away, and you're yeah. like, oh, there's. why is my line moving yep. off to the left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crush. Yes. Love line. it. God, is there anything better, though, than no. a hook set on a jig? Dude, I know, it's right? That jig And that's just, like, oh. that's another reason. You know, why don't you walleye fish? Can I don't. catch it on a half-ounce skirted jig? And, you yeah, because you mean, can set the hook with the, either I, a wrist flick or you I, have to do this broad sweeping. Yeah, I mean, oh, fuck it, fuck it. I don't mind jacking on some walleyes if it's a good bite, but it's just, it's just like you said, a jig bite. You cannot beat. Anybody listening right now as a bass fisherman knows. You cast your jig out on a lead line. You cast under a dock, some rocks, whatever, right? You cast it out, line's going down. Doing, or you're just like it's on. Yeah, even you don't even have, have to, to be a jig, but that like just that you know he's giant on giant build. You know dance he's, on, he's got it in his mouth from your toenails. You reel down, yeah, slackline them with if, everything you, know, you got. Yeah, it's almost like frog fishing is kind of the same yeah. way too, because you got to really give them the grease a lot yeah. of times too. But yeah, got to get their head up, you know. It's just got to get them going, especially when you get a good bass where yeah. it's like it's it's almost like you're hooking into a log because mm -hmm. your rod just stops and just loads up. That was that, like, that was that Carolina big uh, that was that Carolina bite Carolina rig bite today. Same deal, drag. We we seen the fish. I, I didn't see him nose down or nothing. I kind of lost him. It was crazy. There was two fish crazy. there. There was. Yeah, seen them right. Cast at him, fifty feet out. Drag, 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 and then like I got to the point where. I really couldn't, like, kind of keep up to it, and I kind of lost contact at the bottom, so I just reeled down and cracked him. And instantly, or initially, I was like, oh, that's a rock. Well, and then you're like, oh, is it. this a big walleye? You're like, oh, yeah. no, it's just a big smallmouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's a big walleye <laughs> or a big smallmouth. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, that's a fun bite. That's a, the big ones out here, anybody that's caught, you know, I mean, even, like, you know, your four plus, I mean, a three, you know, pushing four will do it too, but it, you'll hook into them, and they just do not fight right away. It's like dead weight right away. Now, certain times of the year, they're, they're like fire, but mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is, yeah, it's just like dead weight coming in, a couple head shakes, and, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing better than that either. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, big small so it's, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. How do you not just love those things? Yeah. Like, I always not even respect anybody, like walleye fishermen, whatever, but if, like, you're irritated because you're catching smallies, just don't yeah. even talk to me, dude. Right, yeah. You're irritated by having fun. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this conversation right now. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, God, it's so much fun. I just, I just love it. Yeah, it's just the, the excitement. That's why is, I is, chose to guide them primarily. Yeah. And, yep. You know, I mean, agreed. Like, it it just fires me up mm -hmm. just thinking of it, mm -hmm. and I just love that. And hey, listen. You want to finesse fish, you can finesse fish mm -hmm. bass. Oh, hell yeah. There's times you, you have, have to. to. Absolutely. Drop shot. Yep. Even Ned Rig's finesse. And that, I mean, I mean pff, dude, that's, that whole Ned Rig deal, man, I mean, that's that's caught, like, my biggest fish, my biggest smallmouth out here, my biggest, you know, now my biggest largemouth, like, but, like, springtime, man, when they get finicky, you know, either, you know, post-spawn, I mean, that Ned Rig, dude, it, the whole jig worm deal on a mm -hmm. weed line, you know, kind of thing. That's that's how you got to get them to go. You know? It's crazy. I don't know. Uh, What's crazy to me is how they can be such assholes. Oh where yeah. they can literally stare at a bait oh yeah. for five minutes yep. and then decide, okay, I'll eat it now. Yep. Yep. Who's got the patience for that? Yeah, and, I mean, they're not dumb out here either. You know, these fish get so educated. Watch um, this. Get piss pounded. Yes, it's <laughs> and the water's so clear. Yeah, I, I noticed mean, even after the AOI deals, uh, it was a big deal. I feel like the zebra mussels are slacking a little bit right now, though. Dude, it is dirty. Yeah, it's dirty. It's bad. A lot of algae. 
It's bad. They need to pick it up. Now, I don't know how deep that goes, like we talked about. Right. Earlier. It probably is. How deep is, is that going in the water column? Yeah. I don't know. If it's wavy enough, I bet you it stirs up pretty good, and that whole water column is probably covered with, this, with you know, the algae boom. But. I also, from what I understand, um, it sounds like there's been a lot of uh, zero muscle die off too. Because what, really? hap what happens okay. in a lot of lakes, like when they get, when it first gets infested, it's like a new playground, you know? Okay, so they thrive. They and just go they crazy. But then they literally eat themselves out of house and home. So they'll, you know, because they're, they're filter feeders, right? They fill all the I wonder, phytoplankton and the sure. zooplankton and stuff How like that. So they clean it up. But then once it's clean, can't support all those mouths to feed. Makes sense. So there's right. a huge die off. And then you end up, then it, like, it finds some equilibrium. Mm -hmm. Like they don't all die, obviously, mm -hmm. but you have pretty massive mm -hmm. die offs. Mm -hmm. and then I wonder if that, how much history do you have on those? You know, like, besides just knowing of them. Obviously, they've been around for, I don't, God knows how, how long. But, like, what kind of, you know, how does it actually affect a lake in the long run, right? Like, well, obviously, it's going to change the fishery a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you it have definitely, to change your patterns it, up a little bit. It but definitely changes it because uh, it's it's, whoop, it's filtering out the water, mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's cleaning up the water, the same stuff that small minnows and whatever else mm -hmm. needs to eat. It's taking food out of their mouth so that's going to mm -hmm. affect it there it's changing bottom content bottom structure yeah. so now these things will grow on everything mm -hmm. so now you're basically have turned a mud flat into a gravel bar sure because it's littered with and they'll grow on top of each you know mm -hmm. they grow on top of each other the dead ones they grow on the dead ones so it's just like you, you're literally making mm -hmm. a gravel flat that right. used to be a mud flat mm -hmm. so it's for it's for sure uh, irreparably changing the ecosystem of body water sure does it always a bad thing right yeah i think jury's out on that mm -hmm. i I, th I think a good argument can be made that zebra mussels almost single-handedly cleaned up lake erie oh yeah i suppose <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. I mean the water used to burn on lake erie back in the day when pollution was so bad yeah it was like flint michigan water you just like light that shit up wow. now it's like lake superior right. water it's crystal right. clear Interesting. And that's huh. some, I mean, sure. give some credit where credit is due. We got better at polluting and yeah, cleaning of course, it. Like, right? we, we cleaned that part up yeah. too. But it really was the introduction of zebra mussels that just cleaned that thing, just cleaned it right up. Crazy little creatures. Did you ever hear the, uh, there's a few guys kind of mentioned it, talking about it, bluegill having bellies full of those things? Uh, I think I've seen a couple little snippets of that. I'm not too surprised. Um, yeah. Like we talked about earlier, you're not a waterfall hunter. You don't know. No. I was like, oh, and the divers, and you're like, what's a diver? So yeah. I, I explained like what a diver duck is. Well, some species of diver duck feed on mussels. Oh. But because zebra mussels are a new forage item, they w weren't being eaten at first. Now we're starting to see some of and some crop studies and stuff like that. Crop meaning like the part of a bird. Okay, okay. Digestive yeah, tract. So they swallow. Good thing you clarified yeah, that. I okay, was thinking so farm crop. For those like, people don't know. <laughs> how does that correlate? Okay. For those people that don't know. It makes better sense. A duck and a lot of other birds, they eat something. It doesn't immediately go into their stomach. It goes in what's called a crop. It's like a um, modified part of their throat. Is that like a throat. gizzard? Ju exactly. Okay. Pretty much like a chicken. Well, not the gizzard. Oh. They have a crop oh. too. But it's like oh, a big okay. sack in their throat basically. And then in that. That's where it's like it, it, it gets hold up. They pick grit, and that that grinds it all up, breaks it down. Then okay. it goes into you know. Then the gizzard helps break it down some more, and then sure. their stomach, whatever. Okay. Um, so their crop. So you can tell what they're eating. 
by cutting that nice. open or okay. just expelling it. You know, okay. I've shot wood ducks that you can literally see acorns in their crop. They're oh, wow. just like sticking out because they gorge themselves on acorns. Corn. I shoot, you shoot a bird, you go pick it up, and corn is literally falling out of its mouth. Oh, wow. So what they're finding now in some of these studies is that the it's birds are... wild in here. Yeah, it is. There's like a, a girls' weekend. There's like warning, girls are something. Two of them have the same T-shirt on. I don't know. It's out of control. <laughs> I don't see any white claws. A Bud Light no. lime, uh -oh. some twisted tea, you know. <laughs> Real drinks. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. At least they're not white claws, though. I mean, that's yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Sorry to throw you off there. Yeah, but so anyways, so they're, they're they're starting to find they're learning now that the ducks have figured out that it's a food source. So some of the divers are starting to key on, it, and that's a good thing. Wow. You know, it's like nature finds a way, right? Yeah. It's gonna figure it out. Yeah, you know? man. And I've kind of had this kind of nuanced argument, you know, about. I know a lot of people have strong opinions when it comes to AIS, invasive sure, species yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. How much is Yeah, it? it's bad, but, like, you're, you can never put the genie back in the bottle. No. Like, I've yet to yeah. see a lake, no matter what we do, no matter how many boat inspectors we have, no matter what. Like, yeah, if yeah, a yeah. lake has Eurasian water milfoil in it, it always has Eurasian yeah, water milfoil. You're not if a lake like this there. one has spiny water fleas, you always have spiny water fleas. Yep. If you've got zebra mussels, you're always going to have zebra mussels and go on down the list. Yep. There's no eradicating it. No. There's no putting it back in the bottle. Now, does that mean we shouldn't do anything? I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe not. What I do know is that the lake will, you can't even say recover because it's never going back to the way it was. It is no. irreparably changed. It's, yeah. it's, it's never going to be what it was before this species got introduced. It doesn't always necessarily mean it's a bad thing. You know, I like to say, like, in nature, there's no morality in nature. Like, just because it's, it's just different. It's mm -hmm. not good or bad. It's just different. Now it's a new normal, if we can borrow our, you know, right, right. COVID phrases. Sure. It's a new normal, oh, right? So now the fish are going to have to adjust, it, adjust to yeah. it, and different species are going to have to adjust to it, and there might be a drop in population, and some species might actually get right. extirpated yeah. out of a certain watershed, oh, okay, sure, and yeah. that would be terrible, right? Mm -hmm. Now that is something we can fix. We can, through stocking, we can, you know, offset that, but... Generally speaking, I don't know of any cases where that's actually happened, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Generally what happens is given enough time, nature figures it out. Right. If, if there is a resource, nature will figure out how to exploit it. Mm -hmm. If there is a void, nature will fill it. That is what nature does. So just like we're seeing with the zebra mussels, things are starting to figure it out, whether it's bluegills eating it or whether yeah, yeah. it's ducks or whether it's otters or whether it's whatever. Right. Um... Sheephead. Sheephead eat mussels. Okay. They're, they're okay. probably eating zebra mussels and wherever they're found. When, you know, so. Yeah, because, you know, you'd think there's, I mean, they get pretty big. I mean, you know, some of them are an inch long, you know, yeah. half, three-quarter inch long. Yeah. Some of them, I mean, yeah. they, I would think. I, mean, I like sure. steam mussels. Maybe they're good. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, you never know. I don't know. <laughs> It's a little little tidbit. There's a little tiny fork get, you'd need to, get off, to crack those things open. Get off the lake boat inspector and fucking pull his hair out if you got a five-gallon bucket full of zebra mussels that you're taking home. Bro, I'm going to put these on the Traeger. They're going to be great. <laughs> on the Traeger. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, nice garlic sauce. Oh, gosh. It's quite fabulous. Um, yeah, no, but it, it's... 
I don't know. We went way off the rails totally. there, but um, yeah. that's yeah. how my welcome to my brain. My brain yes. works. Like, it just, well, they, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I had a question about this. So I asked you, and then there, and there we go. But I know too much stupid <laughs> shit. I just, it just is what it is. Although I, I don't know if that classifies as stupid shit. That actually has some. That's relevant to uh, your waterfall fishing, all that stuff. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it definitely has an impact mm-hmm. on it, and it's like mm-hmm. humans. We're weird when it comes to stuff like this. Like. However we find something, we feel like that's the way it's supposed to stay, stay forever. Stay forever, right, yeah. yeah. And then we, we actively preserve it. It's yeah. like, and nothing in nature ever stays the same. Like, no. that would be that's weird. Mother, that's Mother Nature. Mother that's the weird can. thing. If yeah, something right. always was right, static, right. that would be abnormal. Right. right. It just doesn't, mm-hmm. you no. know. The, the, you've probably heard me rant about this in the podcast, but the example I always like to use is Isle Royal. Like, we're pulling our hair oh, out, yeah, like trying to keep the wolves and the moose there. Yeah, because okay, when yeah. we found it, mm-hmm. it was a wolf-moose dynamic. Well, going off of fossil records, it used to be a caribou-lynx dynamic. Wow. No moose or wolves, caribou and lynx. Neither of those are on the island right now. But had we have found it when it was caribou-lynx, we would still be trying to keep it caribou-lynx sure, today, right. yeah. even though right now, for whatever reason, it seems to be suited best for moose and wolf. Or just moose. Who, who's to say? Like, it's really, it's literally the only national park in which we actively fuck with the wildlife. I didn't know that. We keep dropping wolves off in there, and the moment they can really? leave, they're like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Oh, really? Yeah, when so the lake, it, when the lake it'll freezes. It'll freeze that far out? Oh, yeah. Enough, okay. Yep. It, takes, it takes a really extreme winter. It doesn't sure. happen every year. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. almost remember, every yeah. time it does, the wolves on the island like, are like, hasta la vista. Well, yeah, you'd think. How big is and that why would they know? leave? Yeah, well, I There's moose everywhere. Right, right. You've got everything yeah. you need right here, but I think it's in the wolves' nature to just expand. Yes, I would think. Yeah. So, go plus it doesn't, it doesn't do them any good. They get, they get um, genetically pigeonholed. Sure. So then here we are bringing in new genetics yeah. to the island. Like, just let nature do its yeah, thing. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, if, if you're literally trying to study the island... Like what happens in yeah, you can't fuck in it. in the absence of humans? You have to yeah. do it in the absence <laughs> of humans. I don't know what's right. so hard to understand about that. Like just let it go. If that means, if that means moose get overpopulated and they overgraze the island and they die off because of disease and starvation, then that's what happens. Right. And guess what? Nature will fill that void. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't somebody's make it gotta, wrong. Somebody's got to have it, a job, so they're like, hey, I'm going to fuck with this. It's not right. It's not <laughs> wrong. It's just indifferent. Right. It just, nature doesn't give a shit. Yep. It just does. Life goes on. Mm. Things die. Things live. Mm. The, the, only thing, the only reason things can live is because things die. Bottom line. Yeah. Exactly. Life begets death. That's like with death that's begets like with life. Everything. Yeah. So. Hunting, you don't hunt. They get overpopulated, and what do they do? They die off. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> going to happen. It's just going to happen. There's nothing you can – I mean, it's just – It's – I don't know. Yeah. My, all my pet my pet peeves, my pet rants, like people that are vegans. It's great. I, I, like your, I, I love the I fact like that your, you can be a vegan. Sure, right. It's wonderful. Great. That's what you want to do. Mm. That makes you happy. I am all on board. You, yeah. you do you, you boo. Do you do yeah. Whatever makes you happy. With that said – just be honest with yourself and acknowledge that you have the pr- the great privilege yes. of choosing you your diet. That option. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's be honest, if some sort of cat, look what happened when we had a toilet paper shortage. Dude. All right, can we be honest here, real quick? How quickly society started to break oh, yeah. down because you couldn't yeah. wipe your ass. Yeah. 
all the anti-gun, hey, how do I get a gun? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if it gets real bad, you know how long you're going to stick to your kale diet? About two days. <laughs> two days. Here's the thing. If you get into an argument with a vegan, just say, well, they could if it's them. really right or wrong, <laughs> if I drop you off on a tropical island full of green shit, stuff growing everywhere, yeah. how long before you start killing shit. Right. Two days. Yeah. Tops. <laughs> Tops. You're like, bro, these right. leaves ain't cutting it. I'm yeah. starving. That rabbit I seen. Yeah. There you know, you don't have good. supplements. Yes. There's no almond milk. Yeah. No. <laughs> there's, the, nope. there's no soy. There's no you can't. Store in yeah. Island. There's no. There's no processed soy meal or like. No. You got leaves and roots and berries, yeah. and you ain't making it long on that. Yeah. I mean. Hope you brought your trigger to. Smoke them on. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to start sinning, cause <laughs> pretty soon <laughs> it's gonna start with something like fish or bugs, sure, yeah, something yeah. that like doesn't look cute, oh, doesn't okay, have sure. eyelids. But eventually, you're gonna run out of those things, and you're gonna start killing the cute ones too. Yeah. Cause when it comes down to it, if it's you or little bunny foo foo, it's gonna be you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I promise you will get hungry enough to yep. club that rabbit over the head, and yep. you won't even shed a tear. So there's that. There's that rant. Yeah, that was. I thought that's. I thought I was on one of your recap and rant episodes. There, I was just kind of letting you roll with it here. <laughs> I know. I, I have a tendency. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. You talk now. Which I love, by the way. Those are awesome. <laughs> the recap and rants. I need more people like to it. like send me stuff to rant about. Like it doesn't you always have to. Okay. Be, okay, okay. Here, first of all, it's called recap and rant. It doesn't have to be a rant. Sure, sure. It can just be educational yeah. it can just yeah. be did you guys see this story Looks there's a guy that a got attacked by a grizzly bear yeah. like that's crazy i don't have to actually have a strong a opinion on something for me to bitch about or it's whatever just, right yeah it's a catchy little name right yeah. recap and rant it just a lot of them in my head i just left it a lot of them aren't educational and eye-opening and kind of make you think right some and, are rants yes and and probably rants. ridiculous yeah but hey. you get on a roll that's dude perfect. you just like yep. <laughs> that's what a rant is yes. right you just right. like you don't be. stop yourself. You just go. Yep. Just go, man. Be. Just let it out. Yep. I don't care. Yep. Just go. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't have to be right. It just is. It's my opinion <laughs> at the time. You don't have no. to. I'll probably go back and listen to these some in 10 years and be like, God, what an, oh, idiot. Gosh, was an idiot. Yeah. What? I don't think that that's would what ever, you thought. Yeah. You're what a retard. That would never not happen, though, because, like, we're, uh, obviously, you're always your, your worst critic, right? Yeah. Well, you and yeah, and hopefully you're always evolving yes. like hopefully your your mm-hmm. your ideals and you, what yeah. you know you're constantly learning right so i will know more hopefully in five years than i know now mm-hmm. so if i go back and revisit what my perspective or opinion on was any given subject five years ago i would hope that it has been modified or amended in some way right. maybe it got stronger sure. because i got more like, facts and more information that pointer, bolstered yeah. my mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. or the opposite happens. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, at the time I thought this, but now I know it's this, so sorry, but now I believe this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, in politics, they would call you a flip-flopper. Sure. Yes. <laughs> but I guess a flip-flopper is only if you keep going back and forth. But, yeah. you know, I would hope if you have a politician that's in politics for 20 years, I hope they don't, they're not still pushing the same shit they pushed 20 years ago because that means that person had zero personal growth yes. in their life ever. True. Very true. Yeah. Which would be completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I'm, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> that was like a big 
exclamation point. <laughs> Let's talk about fishing again. Yeah, fishing. <laughs> so what other stuff have you fished? Like, you're, you're bass. Like, so, like what yep. do you like to do for fun? For fun, besides fishing? Well, I mean, in, even fishing. in the fishing realm. Well, we talked about golf, but we don't want – people could so, be listening to this and driving. I, I like, don't want them to swerve off the road because they fell asleep. I know, right? Walleye That's, fishing was – I'm sure we talking about walleye people fishing. talking about trolling. Yeah, that was, that was risky enough. Probably a couple. We, we throw golf in there, and we're in yeah. big trouble. Yeah. So uh, anything outdoors? I don't know. I mean, I, you know, all the, you know, yeah, I like golf. Uh, not like a huge sports guy. Like I don't follow a bunch of sports. I didn't play them in high school. Um, I don't really I, either, but I love football. I, it's the only sport I follow. Yeah, I don't know. I like watching it. Like if it's a big game on, st- you know, at, at stake. I like you know the Super Bowl, whatever. But yeah. I've never just been yeah. a big sports guy. Okay. Um, uh, you know, just here. I don't hunt a ton. So when I was a kid. I literally lived out in the woods. You can ask my parents. I'd come home from school. I'd throw on my freaking army camo or whatever hunting camel, and I'd go out in the woods literally all fucking night. And my mom would holler, yeah, that's you know, like dinner's done or whatever, oh, yeah. right? And I'd come in. Like I was telling you, I'd come in. I mean, I, like we were talking earlier, like, do you remember washing your hands when you were a kid? <laughs> no. How much no. shit did we get into? And all just of never, it. And never got sick and all whatever, right? And that's, and that's why we didn't yeah. get sick. And it's just, I actually kind of – started working my way out of like the hunting woods and stuff i started getting poison ivy like really fucking bad same like my i didn't used to get it my leg would be like the same size as my calf <sighs> all the way to my yeah. ankle Ugh. and just oozing oh terrible miserable and i like i could look at the shit and i'd get it yeah you know me and my buddy we so I, did, I one thing i did actually like kind of after hunting get out of the, started getting into paintball a little bit got a little bit older getting into paintball that was fun as hell super fun um and I started, like, my, like my buddy would get poison ivy, and I'd be like, uh-oh. If you got it, I'm going to be effed. Because my buddy could roll in it, and he would r- rarely get it. That's how he he used, was one of that's those. That's how I used to That's be. how I kind of used to be, too, when I was, like, young, young. You know, teenager or whatever, doing paintball. Yeah, just, I don't know. And I really just kind of never went back. Um, so just kind of a little bit more about me. I didn't really go into depth on it. But so uh, 2006, I enlisted in the Army National Guard. Um, you know, finished out high school, went off to basic training, came home from uh, basic and AIT. I went as a 11 Bravo in, in infantryman. Joined in the military, like, always wanted to do it. Have some uh, family that did it, and uh, just one of the things I always wanted to do. Did not know what, you know, I was getting into. <laughs> Literally, like I said, I didn't play any sports. Right. I wasn't, like, out of shape, but I wasn't, like, in shape, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like, I wasn't overweight, you know, whatever. I've always just been a skinny kid, whatever, right? Like, I got my ass kicked with basic training, and uh, AIT's more advanced. They just focus more on your job, so they don't really, like, kick the shit out of you, like, basic. But, like, I was smoked. Like, the whole, you know, I don't even know what it is anymore. Nine weeks? I don't even know. I'm probably way, that, I'm way off, which is, like, sad because I'm still serving currently <laughs> at a pretty high <laughs> rank now. And I just, like, that kind of stuff you just kind of forget about. You right. Know, you, for obvious reasons. but Because uh, you want to. Yeah, just going it. into that, like, I mean, so I'll come home from basic training. Uh, brother worked road construction union. He's like, Mike, you want to go make a thousand bucks a week? I'm like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> what was I? 17, 18 years old. Go work road construction for a handful of years. And, you know, still doing the drill one weekend a month type thing. Uh, end up getting deployed to uh, Iraq and Kuwait in 2010 into 11. So we did the big draw down there, pulling everything out of Iraq, which was real, really funny to watch, by the way. So, like, we're in the chow hall, and o- Obama 
gets on TV. We pulled all the troops out of Iraq and Kuwait, like, and we're like, wait, what? Yeah. This whole chow hall full yeah, of thousands of soldiers. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, wait, what? And then, like, we just came wait, out of come again? a base. Of, <laughs> Did like, they leave you know, us here? Like, wait. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, cool. You know, and because like, I, I cool got story. so many emails. Cool story, and, like, bro. Yeah, people write me, hey, you coming home? Yeah, you're I'm coming like, home. Oh, no, we're, we're, no. we're still here until no. we're. So we did some, whatever, training missions and whatnot. They basically fed us a line saying, like, you know, hey, we got to be here in case something happens, which I can totally see because when we pulled out of that, literally the last base we came out of, it was, I got woke up in the middle of the night. My convoy leader, my cat leader, comes in, and he's like, looks me down the eye. He's like, Riedel, get up. we got to get out of here. This place is getting overrun tonight. I'm like, what? Like, no way. We, we got four gun trucks and a 40-truck convoy. So we did convoy security. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here. But that's I'm just, following. But that's just my style. Yeah, I'm following. So uh, we, there's, like, no support. We're, like, a week north of Kuwait, like, pushing, to, you know, a week. I think, yeah, I think we went a week up and then a week back. is like, our longest deal. Didn't Mark Wahlberg star in this movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to jump. I <laughs> totally caught me off guard with that. Um, no, it was not Lone Survivor. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's like legit. We're, there's so much there's shooter. It was shooter. Such a yeah. Beginning of shooter. Shooter, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pulling, we're pulling out, and like <laughs> we're literally getting mortared as we're getting pulled, pulling out of this base. And I look, I look at this Iraqi army dude, and I just give him the old salute, and I'm like, "Good luck, man. Are you probably gonna fucking die?" And the, so that was Al Assad Air Base, and that was like the first one that got overrun. Nature, obviously. nature fills a void, dude. It, it, it's a power vacuum, man. But anyways, it's a whole other deal. Well, I mean, so, yeah, not to get, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'll leave it. We, we can run down it. I was going to say, because the same thing's going to happen in Afghanistan. Yes. We're starting to pull out of Afghanistan yes. now. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I don't so know. So it's going to be 20 know. years of wasted mm-hmm. lives uh, for yeah, nothing because Taliban is now, are just overtook, and I just heard mm-hmm. they just overtook another town. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just going to go back the way it was, so it's been a complete fucking waste of time and money. But, all right. A little bit, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not, crazy. I'm 100% support of a military and yeah. our troops, but yeah, that's no, not to that. say that I'm not critical of the way we operate mm-hmm. our mati- uh, military either. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to be the world cops. I think sure. I have a little, I have a little bit of a anti-interventionist in me. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. are we always everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a tenth of what we just spent mm-hmm. on that 20 years of. I don't know. I'm sure that, I'm sure that was cheap. for no fucking reason, and we could pretty much cure all of our domestic woes. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it is crazy, crazy. Because I think there's enough money to do both. I think we can have a kick-ass army. I still think mm-hmm. we can have the best army on the planet, mm-hmm. but not have to be in every fucking country. Right. Yeah, that's that's I don't know. I don't even. Well, know. Just, okay, okay, back to your story. Sorry, I derailed you. <laughs> It's so, the Dale show. Yes. Well, I mean, it is. It is your show, man. So we're coming back. So we come back. Where was I going with that? So anyways, did a did a tour over there. Um, so I come home from deployment. I worked for, I'm not even going to name the company. They didn't really, they were kind of dinking me around with getting my job back. I made one phone call and all of a sudden, Mike, when do you want to come in? Like, oh, weird. Hmm. You know, now you got work for me and all right. Right. So it was another one of those deals. When I left for drill, I'd have to hire two guys to do my job. And then I'd come back, and they're like, great, Mike's here. We can get rid of these guys, and yeah, Mike, right, Mike can do everybody yeah. else's job, you know, kind of thing. 
whatever. I'm like, I'm going to kind of – father-in-law was working FedEx, got my foot in the door there at FedEx, had done that for eight years. It was a great job. And uh, like I said, just got the opportunity to do this now full-time, and you, you can't. I mean, what's, what's your deal? Pursue it full scale? Yeah, pursue your Dude, fashion man, I, you, full I scale. I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to. That's right. I mean, I wish I would have done this when I came home from deployment. I wish I would have got my ducks in a row and started it 10, 10 years ago. I and wish that's I would have done it full-time. kind of why, I, went, myself, why you know? I started full scale and went down this path was because mm-hmm. I started realizing, like, I don't really have many regrets of things that I did. And when you start talking to people, like, on their deathbed, as I'm getting older, I'm 48, and I've yeah, seen geez, people my age shit. die. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like cancer Life's and short. shit. That's I mean, there's some terrible, mm-hmm. tragic shit that happens, mm-hmm. right? But it's, you start questioning your mortality mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not questioning it, but, like, thinking about it. And when you start listening to people and they're, you know, reading their memoirs or whatever – People's regrets are never what they did. No. Yeah, you know, no, they can feel sorry about, oh, I didn't treat this person right. You know, there's a little bit of regret there, but it's always things they didn't do. Yeah, which you never did, right? Well, kind of like you. Like, why didn't I do this mm-hmm. sooner? Like, mm-hmm. I should have been – should never have left. You know, my yeah. family moved out of whatever little town. I should have been like, I'll stay and do this. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's all sorts of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Even the tournament bass fishing thing, and I've told this story on the yeah. podcast where it's like I thought I never even – the idea of fishing in a tournament mm-hmm. didn't even occur to me until I had a decent boat. Yeah. that's. And then I find out there's things called coals. Coals. Co-angler. And non- non-boaters. Non-boater, and I'm yep. like, what yeah. in the Think shit? Think of how much you could have been learning. Oh, my God. I left so much knowledge on the table. Dude, you'd be – You'd be Jacob Wheeler right now. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows where I'd be? Who, I mean, yeah, I don't know if that's the case or not. There's no, there's no way to know. But it's like I definitely know that I left a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. out there that I, you know, that I'm trying to claw and right. claw and figure it out myself yep. now yeah. at and the I mean, ripe old age yeah. of 48. Yeah, and it's <laughs> obvious. I mean, it's not like I got it all figured out. Obviously, I'm a young. I'm 32. Well, whatever you consider young, but th- 32 years old. I've been fishing, you know, my whole freaking, I mean, if you can ask my parents before the whole, or after the whole hunting deal, kind of quit hunting, you know, I was always like, dad's go like, dad's go like, dad's go like, bank fisherman. Like you said, we, we, you see that guy out fishing, you're like, oh man, I'd do anything to get in his boat to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm kind of that guy. And, you know, it's, it's, it's another thing too, like, this is obviously my passion and I want to share that with people. Like, you know. Being active military, um. Have you do you do anything with like hometown heroes? I no, I don't. Have you no, I so to, I'm really to. really bad with that. So like my buddy runs a charity. Okay. And he, when I was at FedEx, I was super, I had no no time for anything. So I never really kind of made the time to go do the things you know. And like he does all kinds of stuff, fishing, boating, you know, ice fishing kind of stuff, and it fills up quick. So you oh, gotta yeah. you gotta get on it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I would. All right, testing Tony, testing gotta get on this kid's ass. Yeah, I've talked to Tony a little bit. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, a little bit. He hasn't yeah, yeah. recruited you yet? Yeah. Uh, you know, gosh, I think he – I spoke with someone, private message, whatever, you know, Instagram or something Slid like that. Slid into your DMs? Yeah, we kind of started <laughs> – I, I think it was him. I think it was Tony. It was a guy that does the whole – I think it's Hometown mm-hmm. Heroes thing. And we're good yet. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, he was, well, here's the deal, you know, kind of thing. And just it's just one of those – I just – Yeah. Just I mean, it's not fair. I'm not, I'm not no. trying to guilt you. Into oh, no, it, right? no, but, uh, no. 
they just I love that organization. It's, it's those organi yeah. every I mean all those organizations for what they do for you know vets and you know all the resources they can get together and you know like they'll do elk hunts and stuff. And yeah, you just show well, up. What's I mean? They can get you just get a know. license and show up. Yeah, I mean you got you know have some equipment you know maybe some camel or something. But like they do duck hunts. They got all the bibs. They got I mean, it's awesome. I have to do a that reminds me. I need to do a I need to pick a date and get. I need to talk to Tony because we need to we need a do over goose hunt. I did a hometown hero okay. goose hunt i donated yeah. last year yeah. and we didn't get shit yeah. because that's the way it goes it's like well, everything right it was a little bit more of that it was i thought i had an understanding with the landowner that like oh no we would have the field and oh, it turns no. out everybody has the field oh, so no. when i talked to him the night before i'm like hey i'm thinking about hunting this field oh um i got people in that field okay what, what? about this field oh i got people in that field Okay, what about this field? Yeah, I got people in that field too. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. So the night before, I'm scrambling, and you know, and I, there is a field, and I knew it wasn't going to be great. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could run traffic. There's birds in the area. It was possible. Not very likely, but it's mm -hmm. possible, especially once birds start getting shot at. Who knows? Anything can Where happen, go, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we set up, and we had a, I mean, we had a great time because it's good company, and you're laughing and telling jokes and doing whatever. But oh, yeah. we, I, I don't even think we saw a single bird. Oh no! And so I was, oh, no. I was just like, "We're doing this again, Tony." Yeah. Like oh, I'm, yeah. that's I'm not going out like this. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> so, no. uh, yeah, we're so I need that. That's remi that reminds me, we're getting close to goose season, so we need yeah. I need to get yeah get with him and pick a weekend and uh, get some people lined well, up. Well, you have for to it. know. Let me know when that is. I'm gonna have to sign up for that one. Yeah, we'll do it. Or, or you can get you can get some uh, forever. Get some vets on your boat yeah. or active military law enforcement. Yeah, I'd personnel. love to help out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm going to sick Tony yep. on you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. Not guilty. I, I just, the, I believe it. I just. Because I, I have not serving guilt. I'll be, let's be just yeah. on it. Like, I didn't serve. Oh, oh, you have not serving guilt. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, so. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. I do what I can to. Sure to help. Sure, yeah. Help out. After the fact. Like, I can't give, join give now. Back. There's right, nothing yeah. that I, I don't have a time machine. Yeah. So I can't I can't go back and change it. Dude, you just uh, but made, what I can you just do made now, my brain go into a you said time machine and I instantly thought of Did you go to Napoleon Dynamite? Because that's what I no, thought. Of. Man. Oh okay. So <laughs> eleven I'm gonna butcher this. What is it, eleven twenty two sixty four? JFK assassination? Oh okay. Is that yeah. The movie the series is called The Date JFK was assassinated. Oh okay. I'm, I know I'm close to that. Someone's gonna just think i'm a retard but anyways it's close to that and it's about going back in time and stopping the jfk assassination oh it, i think i heard something about this you gotta if you, didn't if it you, all if you change got, dude he did he come it. yeah he came back well, didn't he come back and it was I, like I we were it was like communist like we were a yes. communist country yeah i saw that oh okay was it, good, was it a man. series or a movie serious it was yeah, a, series. it was a series Se yeah right, oh yeah. sorry did i say movie yep. I don't remember. Yeah, it's in my mind, I think it's a movie. If you guys haven't watched it, yes, check I it have, out. I have it's really it. good. It's I crazy. It. Yeah, I binged yeah. it. James Franco? I think so. I said I'm bad with names, but I think yeah. that's his name. So I think that's the right. Main yeah. character in it. That was, it's a pretty trippy concept. It's a love story, you know, in the end. Yeah. It is. You know, he yeah. loses a girl, whatever, but it's it's a good fucking movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, <laughs> just wrecked it, didn't We just totally wrecked it. It's been out long enough. That's on No, Yeah, I guess. I don't even know how long it's been out. I bet it's been. See, I'm bad at that because I've never been on a podcast. I don't know when I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil a lot of shit. Bro, being on a podcast <laughs> doesn't do anything for your memory. I can tell you this. I, I have. A, I told you, I have a lot of random knowledge in my head, yes. but I don't know what I had for yes. breakfast this morning. 
I had uh, boiled eggs and bagel. With peanut solid. Butter. Solid. Yeah. solid. Um, Wife boiled some eggs last night. Oh, I just Thanks had I pretty much had coffee and half a cherry fritter from Quick Trip. Question. Where'd you get your Quick Trip coffee? Or did you get your coffee at Quick Trip? Yeah. How'd you like your half a cup of greens? <laughs> uh, I haven't had that problem. Did you s- Shut up. No. Didn't you see me dump my coffee out today? Uh-uh. I had literally half a cup of coffee. Oh, big, really? The half oh, of it, wow. Half of it. I took a drink and I just went, what in the... I dumped it out. I mean, it there was, was still warm. I don't remember good. what gas station I went to. It wasn't a quick trip. It was just like, a, I don't know, Phillips 66 or something. It was some weird, <laughs> like, whatever. And I got a cup of coffee and... I could. I jumped it out. I couldn't. Do, I, I took two sips, and it literally tasted it like, like liquefied cigarette butts. <laughs> like it did. I'm. I'm not. This is not. An ex- I am not no. being hyperbolic. I am not oh, exaggerating. No. Like the the sm- it tasted like the smell of old, wet, stale cigarette butts. And everybody that has been around cigarette, you know, ash, oh, yeah. uh, you know, an ashtray or whatever, yep. you know what that smell is. Yep. That stale cigarette butt. Yep. Smell. That's what this coffee oh tasted like. I wonder if somebody and I tried to power through it because I got it black. Sometimes I put stuff in my coffee. Sometimes I don't. That yeah, morning same. I wanted black coffee. Yeah. Bro. Undrinkable. I literally just poured it out. I wonder I'm if like, you were. And then I had to stop again. Sure. Because yeah. I'm like, I need coffee. Yeah. Just like I'm not. I'm cup, not. Because yeah. I was going up. Oh, you know what? That was the same. That was when I wrecked my truck. That was when that chick pulled out in front of me. I was on my way up to go ice fishing. No way. Yeah. Up by um. Detroit Lakes. So okay. I had a long drive ahead of me. Oh, and the, my no. first cup of coffee was undrinkable. You should have turned, turned it around right there. Should have just I went home. That, I think that was the universe trying to Somebody tell me something. Somebody was saying something. Yep, that was the universe trying to tell me something. God, it just happened to me the other day God, or something. I'm going to think of it later, hopefully. But um, where are we going? No, so I do. Um, where were we going? I'm breaking the law at Quick Trip. No, I'm not really breaking the law. But here's what I do. Here's, here's my coffee. Here's a pro tip. Okay, I'm listening. So you know how they have just the regular coffee dispensers and the Colombian and the dark yeah. roast and the light roast and all that, okay? Then they have that little machine where it makes oh, all the fancy stuff. So, that's the, okay. so I take a large cup, not the fancy Karuba Gold or whatever, because they charge you more for that shit. Just the regular 21-ounce, like the biggest cup they have. You slide that thing into the fancy machine. I press um, mocha. Because there's all sorts of different shit you can get. Okay. I don't change it because it starts out in the small, and then you can go small, medium, large. I keep it small, and then it goes the next. You can pick options. You can flavor it with every, you know, hazelnut or chocolate or vanilla or whatever the fuck you want. But it has – I go with three shots, so there's more caffeine in it, and then I pick chocolate. So then it does it, and it fills it up about three-quarters of the way. Then I take it over to the actual thing. I put the Columbia in there. I top it off the Columbia. That, like, tones out because it's too sweet when it comes out of that thing. It's just too sweet. Now I put some regular black coffee in it, cap on it, and they only charge me for a regular cup of coffee. It's great. God, that's smart, but that seems like a lot of fucking work. <laughs> it's not, though. It, it only seems like because I have to go through the steps on the thing. It's, dude, it's like, dude, dude, dude. Sure, in fact, I do that while it's making my drink. I walk and I go get whatever donut or breakfast sandwich or whatever else I'm getting or grab a drink for later, you know, soda, whatever. And then I come back. It's done. I take it out, top it off, copy, coffee, let's go. But then sometimes I just want black. So Depends on what I'm feeling that morning. That's solid. Gas station coffee, though, is just so sketchy. Yeah, you never know what you're getting. It's just never that good. 
That's I, why I, I, I was shocked. I don't like, like when I'm at home. Tea. I don't. I almost never put anything in my coffee. I really, Unless yeah. Unless it's I don't, Kahlua. Yeah, some Baileys or something. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, usually I don't put yep. anything in my coffee. I like yep. good, I like black coffee, but it has to be good, right? It has to be. I thought that was the owners of Quick Trip Quali- walking in here to. <laughs> the, the, quick tri- the Quick Trip Gestapo. <laughs> We've done the math. You owe us $200. Um, yeah, I really get them over because I have my Quick Trip Rewards thing. Every now and oh, I nice. get a free one of those. So, oh no, that was holiday. I just got asked. Would you like to become reward something? What, what does that mean? I think she said five ninety nine a month. You can get unlimited coffee or something. Oh, I don't know anything about that. There was a that. giant line behind me. I'm just like, uh, I'll think about it. And I, yeah, I'll, the quick I, the quick trip one doesn't cost anything. It's like most any shop, you know. Yeah, yeah. I keep Cut them off. Cut them off. Wow. <laughs> those those out of control ladies we were talking about earlier. Yeah. They just knocked over two stools. Out of control. Their shirts do say warning. We're trying to do a podcast over here. (laughs) Her ass ate the chair when she stood up, I think. (laughs) Um, Maybe. I hope that she said it stuck to her. I hope there's no teeth in there. (laughs) Oh, gosh. <laughs> her yeah. like back for thighs are literally red. They were they He's were like ranger, stuck to the vinyl. Said ranger from yes. the from the boat seat. Yeah, they Is got that like your a boyfriend's name or no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ranger, that's not a common name. Yeah. What? All right, nice boy. Just got a lot quieter when that herd left. Oh God, that, boy, they derailed everything. They yeah. de- they derailed Man, our derailment. Our, our fucking quick trip conversation. That's got, right. Which quick got, trip? Uh, yeah. Derailed by that. So yeah. Anyways, um, quick trip coffee is okay, but. I don't know. I'm generally not impressed. You know who has really shitty coffee? Don't say holiday. Uh, Super America. Oh, really? Or Speedway. Yeah. I think it's trash. So, yeah, Speedway. Super Mom. Yeah. Get a clue. Your your shit sucks. Yeah. I used to feel up It's just not good. No. It's not. It's not really that impressive. No. Holiday is decent. I usually do the holiday. I'll do, like, a little French vanilla, and then I'll get the hazelnut deal. Holidays. When I'm at home, I black coffee, whatever the hell I can buy at the shelf, put the coffee maker, make a pot. I drink way too much coffee at home. Same. But I'm one of those guys, like, I will I, – I don't really drink coffee because I need it. I honestly don't. I don't need the caffeine to wake up I don't morning. think I do either. I like the tradition of doing it. Yes. And I like the flavor of it. Like, a legit – Yes. I like coffee. I enjoy it. Yes. Nothing is better than – so, like, you can – so we do annual training for the military. You, know, you do your annual training up at Camp Ripley. You do gunnery usually during that. And you'll be doing – you know, you're, in, you're downrange. You're in the field of Camp Ripley or whatever. And – you basically live out of the back of your Bradley. That's a, the vehicle I operate in. Anyways, coffee on a percolator in the mornings Ooh. before, like, Talk about drinking before grounds. shit starts happening. You know, because <laughs> once star- stuff starts happening, you can't sit down for one second. Yeah. You know, but, like, if you get up super early, no matter what time you go to bed, if you get up, super, you know, sun up, 4.30, you know, in the summer, get up, sun's just about to start coming up, get that percolator going. If you do it right, it's really good coffee. And it's just, ugh. Camping too, I used to, That's what I, re- to I remember. Oh, I camping love it. with percolators, and oh, that my talk about chewing some coffee. Like that's. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I've never had bad luck with that. I don't get a ton of <sighs> really? grains in there. Oh, no, man. I, I think it's Almost you might be. Always got grains. In are, there. are you, are you, perking it too hard? Is it yeah, perking too hard? Yeah. Yeah, probably. You're probably like let yeah. that thing go. Yeah. You just let, let it her buck. It. Yeah. Yeah. You got to kind of dial it back. No, no, no. I full America that shit. Full America. I ain't dialing back shit. I want coffee and I want it now. <laughs> and yes, it is fucking boiling. <laughs> yes. Literally. 
Yes. I can't wait for this couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. But like I'll yeah. t- I'll I'll on a lazy, rainy, or blizzardy Sunday where I I can't leave the house, you're just stuck. Oh, I'll yeah. make a pot of coffee, yes. full twelve cups. Yes. Drink that bitch. Mm-hmm. And then take. I'll a think nap. about making and then a, take a, take a, nap. a nap. I'm the same way too. Wife will be like, "How are you drinking coffee right now?" I don't know. I know shit, but I'm gonna the go shit don't now, wake so me tired. up, and it don't. I mean, it don't wake me up, and it, like in the mornings, I don't think I really. Need. I can drink a glass of water, and I probably wake yeah, up. Yeah, probably, you know? honestly, probably like would wake up. Most, more. you know, most people that are like, oh, I'm not an early riser. You know, if you just get your ass out of bed and get going, you wake up pretty damn quick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I need ten more minutes. Oh, I need five more. That's minutes. the worst. It's like, and it I is know, the worst. I know it while I do it. Yes. While I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I'm not saying like you know. While I know I'm, how to sleep in. Yeah, while I'm smacking in. that alarm clock and hitting that snooze yeah. button, like, you know, Ike on Tina Turner, like, it's just, <laughs> that's a really old reference. I should have said, I can't even say Bobby Brown of Whitney Houston. Is that that's, like, I just assume that's a woman-beating thing you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hit me again, Ike, and put some steak on it. Oh. That was from uh, Liar Liar, I think. Anyways, Jim Carrey. Another liar, old liar? reference. I know Liar Liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your boobs are bad. Because your boobs are bad. <laughs> I mean, I want to I wanna suck them. I mean, mama. The Great ink, movie. The ink oh, in the pen <laughs> is <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. That one holds Kids up. Just watch that, that one holds up. Yeah. That, like, oh, some yeah. movies don't stand the test of time. Right. You can watch that one tomorrow. You're going to laugh your ass yeah. off. It's a good one. Uh, should we talk fishing again? Yeah, what do you want to know about fishing? I don't know. I don't uh, everything. Everything. I know everything. Uh, so what I was talking about earlier, like what you went on a, you went, took it down a different path, which is fine. L- is there any other kind of fish like that you want to catch? Like in Minnesota, do you ever go trout fishing? Do lake trout uh, fishing? Salmon dude, fishing? Man, you know what? I got a weird shit like Patrick Olson likes to go bullhead fishing or rock bass. I used bass. to be a big river fisherman. That's all I did. So we all lived right. on. My parents lived. Uh, end of our dirt road was Snake River. So okay. literally, we would go down there. Uh, channels is a lot of channel yep. cats. There's yep. sturgeon in there. Yes, there we is. never got on them when we were young. I don't know if that's kind of a thing that they just started kind of exploding now. But like they'll come yeah, out of like cross and the and all those. stuff and I come hooked, up snake. I hooked one of those downstream from it's Cross crazy, Lake. Man. Couldn't stop it. Yeah, dude, there's there's straight some monsters. Hook, straight my hook up. There's some monsters. Could not stop it. Yeah, yeah. So we have done a little bit of that. You know, your bottom fishing, your sheephead, catfish, carp, whatever. I trout fishing. So we go to Hungry Jack Lodge every year. North north of Grand Marais. It's off the Gunflint Trail. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of a family deal. The wife's side, we all go up there and bring the snowmobiles up. We do a, l- a little bit of snowmobiling, a little bit of, you know, cabin whatever games, and a lot of drinking. Nice. And a little bit of fishing. I left that out. So we go, we basically, every night, you know, we'll go, like, one time during the day to this little lake, and we'll catch little rainbows, you know, and that's fun. I mean, like a freaking 12-inch rainbow, man, oh, yeah. you hook into one. Yeah, on a fun. little panfish rod yep. you're like what it why and even a, you know you get a lake trout that's 20 inches long and you yeah. think you got a 40 inch pike on. oh yeah i mean it's fun yeah. i if you know I, i've heard though like guys that get into that lake going up to lake superior when it ever freezes like that that's like you can't get them off the lake now that would probably be me i yeah. would just be up there all the time yeah know? um not something yeah lake fort peck that's one that i really want to venture out mm, agreed mm-hmm. i think the move is to do the loop and by the loop i mean However, you do whichever one you hit first, but it, in, okay. it involves Fort Peck and Lake Cascade. I was just going to say Cascade Perch. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. definitely a bucket list. And then yes. Fort Peck, Pike, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. Lake Trout. Lake Trout. Yep. Yep. So you can either hit like Lake or uh, Fort Peck on the way out and then Cascade and then come straight back, or you can mm-hmm. vice versa. 
be the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, that would be a crazy because yeah, just watching them guys catch them when you're reeling in like 120 feet of water and you can't keep it away from the fish. You're just cranking away. God, boom, that looks they load like so up much on fun. It. But even those giant perch, and I've actually heard oh, that yeah, that's starting them. to go down. So yeah. it's like you got to get in on it. Mm -hmm. I'll probably miss it. Like I missed the big red lake boom. Yeah, well, well, you mean like the red light crappie The crappie deal? boom, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I missed out on it. He had a buddy that he used to work with that his grandpa had a red lake. I went up there a couple times, and he, he, he kind of hit the tail end of it. But, yeah, he showed me some pictures. It's insane. Yeah, from what I understand, like the, they just the lake cascade out of there thing, for some reason it was like just a phenomenal year class. Okay. And so now all those 15, 16s, even 17 inches are just starting to die out. I mean, fish oh, don't live forever. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're always not, still always still going to have, like, yeah. you know, it had the building blocks to make them that big, so it's yeah. going to continue to do sure. that. But it's well, kind of like, – and pressure. I, I mean, word's that, getting out, too. Was well, so. that a trout fishery? Uh, I think there's trout in there, yeah. So didn't they – well, like, don't, don't the locals, like, treat them as invasive, the perch there? I think they are invasive. Yeah, because it's supposed to be – I think they tried to stock it as like a forage for them and they just exploded yeah, i want to like, say that's what it that's was that's very i don't honest see i don't like, know the history of that from one. what i don't have any is, useless trivia for that one yeah because like, it's not useless that would be that right. fact that would be something yeah, exactly would be that's pertinent to the conversation yes yeah, so that would add to the that no, i should I know and from, i don't from what i've heard is like it's kind of a deal where they're like locals are going there and they're like filling buckets up because they're like well hey i'm just gonna keep these and right like, they don't you know i don't think they realize the gem they have holy shit but it's kind of a long time what are we at uh, hour 40. Oh, damn. I, I went fast. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Um, other obviously never fished saltwater. Talk, talked with you about going down yeah, to we can, we can fish Charleston. Mm -hmm. Definitely be a fun little vacation for mm -hmm. the wife and I. And yeah. definitely have to look into that. I mean, you could even bring the kids if you really mm -hmm. wanted to. Yeah. But I would recommend leaving with grandpa and grandma. And that's yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> we're kind of due for something like that. We yeah. do a lot of stuff with the kids, you know, we, everything we can, you know. I mean, they like to fish. When I'm out fishing, I bring them and. But so just yeah, for, yeah. like, reference, like, mm -hmm. picking a time to go down there, you can go there any time, but the fishing definitely changes. Okay. So wintertime, like, you're not going to get any sharks. Like, what you're going to be – wintertime, you're, you're inshore species. Pretty much sea trout and reds. Okay. That's what you're going to get. And you're going to – the smaller reds, they're going to be schooled up. You find one, you're going to find a bunch. Okay. In the spring, they start spreading out a little bit. War water starts warming up, like – summertime from may on like may through october you're gonna get sharks okay and all sorts of different shit too but like sharks for sure nice. and i this my brother thinks i'm nuts but pretty much anybody from the upper midwest i'm like go catch a shark because it like that'd be awesome dude yeah i could we don't have sharks here no right like, yeah, exactly <laughs> i mean redfish are great especially when you catch a bull you catch a 40 inch Big bull, those oh, things pull like monster. you wouldn't Isn't believe, right? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I huge. love it. They're awesome. They're so much fun to catch. And do they? I always say, I always hear they pattern like bass too. Like they'll be. They you shallow, fish. You know? Yep, you fish. You, you fish for them a lot like bass. Not okay. when they get big like that. You use a lot of like cut bait and okay. like, like not artificial. You know, in yeah, the yeah. Carolinas, I don't think anybody really targets big bull reds with artificials you can get okay. the smaller ones on artificials for sure okay um but generally if you're going for the big bulls using cut bait or live a live bait of some sort okay. something right like on. that but um they become a different animal when they get that big though oh. like they're just they're just they're not they don't they don't no do what the smaller ones do they oh, go okay. they just they become a different creature okay like you just don't even target them the same way tons of fun to catch 
mind you, I've not taken anything right, away from right. that, but it's the exoticness of a shark. And I don't care how small the shark is, it doesn't The first time somebody from Minnesota or anywhere in the upper Midwest or probably anywhere in middle America catches a shark, you're like, that's a shark. It's cool. Yeah. Now, I've fished down there enough now that I get it. Like when you, in the summertime, you, you put out that chum line, it does not take long, and every cast you're reeling in an Atlantic sharp nose really? shark. Really? It's, it's ridiculous. It's fun. It's like the last time I did it, it was down there with my buddy Jimmy, and so it got to the point, like, we put, like, the heavy stuff down and, like, picked okay. up the flats rods that are for, like, trout and small redfish, yep. and we're catching these Atlantic sharpnose on these trout rods. It's just giving us a hell of a fight. Oh, yeah. Drag's just screaming. That's always you know, There's fun. no backbone when in you this rod. Yep. The, you're just yep. like, oh, Jesus. And, you know, yep. Again, these are, like, three-foot sharks. You know, they're not nothing crazy. You got to use a so steel leader or what? Oh, or what do you, yeah. Okay, I'll say you have to, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely okay. must. So one thing I is still on my bucket list to do is go down there and catch a big shark. Bigger one. Like, sure. I want to catch Like, a, what's the biggest one he caught? Four-footer? Like you. Me, my biggest one, I think, is, like, um, I don't know what it would be. Um, yeah, like a four-footer. Okay. Maybe five. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't really measure them a lot, so it's just like, sure. oh, that's a good one. I, yeah. One of the biggest ones I caught was a black tip, and those things fight like a okay. son of a bitch. Those things will jump. I mean, they're... Damn. Those are straight predators. Like Damn. most of your like your bonnet nose, your Atlantic sharp nose, they're like scavengers. They're eating whatever. Okay. But those those uh black tips, they're built for speed. Like nice. they chase down live bait. Like nice. they it's they're legit predators. Nice. And they nice. fight like it. It's nice. so much fun. It's pretty cool. Like I I have good luck down there with I've actually caught a hammerhead and he was about this big. Oh cool. He was like eighteen cool. inches. Just nice. a baby. But oh, it was cool. technically a hammerhead. Yeah, hey you caught one. That's right. I get to check that species off yeah. the list. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like I want to go out there and catch a big bull, like a ten footer. Oh my god. Twelve footer. You know, like so that. like something like that, you even bring in the boat or you just kinda of bring it up to the boat. I think you just, just yeah, you would just, it and just probably tail loop it and okay. then get the hook out of it. Do yep. one of those like lean over photos like Yeah. Big shark. Oh, you don't get in the, the water with something like that. Uh, no, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna go ahead and not get in the water with the big angry shark. I just spent just 20 minutes hook. pissing off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might look yeah. tired, but yeah, no, no I don't think so. <laughs> that was ripping on my nephew. He sent a picture of this big shark. That it was pretty big. I don't remember how. Maybe an eight footer or something. And he's taking a picture of it, and he's literally like his ankles right next to its mouth. Ooh. Like, hey, that was the first thing. I was like, are you trying to get your foot bit off? And he's like, what do you mean? Like, well, I'm like, dude, you don't – one little flick of its head and your – Razor blade. Just trip to the ER, your – There goes your Achilles. Yeah, your Achilles is just severed. What movie is that? Oh. <sighs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh. Where the dude gets his – both of them, like, out from under the bed or something. The oh, dude Pet just, Cemetery. Is it? Oh, God, honey. There you go. There's your – Random knowledge that just one. I, I just remember just gets the scene. one of them cut though. Ugh. Yeah, the little kid comes out with the stick scalpula and just Ugh. takes his dad's scalp. Oh. Yep. 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 No legs. No scalpel, legs. Not scalpel. I'd rather hyperextend both my legs at the same oh, time. Oh, that sounds <laughs> terrible too. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> kidding. By the way. That sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, the bottom, the the point of the story is sharks are fun, and you, the, I, I, there's got to be a way to market that for here like right. get people from minnesota yeah. to 
go down there. Oh, I'm sure. I and catch you. sharks. The the problem there's is gotta be guys that do that. The right? problem is oh, there's <laughs> definitely shark guides. Yep. The problem as far as like getting Midwesterners down there is it's summer. It's fucking hot down yeah. there. We oh, don't even like sure. how hot it is here in the mm-hmm. summer. Now you gotta they go, go somewhere where it's winter. Yeah, well, there's no yeah. sharks to be caught there in the winter. Oh. They all go off. They, they oh, go okay. offshore. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're going the water. They don't like cold water either. Uh, so sure, there's a okay. certain temperature, and I my brother knows it. I'd have to ask him. Um, but there's a certain temperature, like it's a, a switch. It's, it's kind of like our spawning, right? Yeah. You get here, fish are gonna be here, and yep. that's kind of it's like, okay, water temperature hit 58 degrees, the sharks are showing up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, they just showed up. It's literally like people wow. like, yep, they just showed up today. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, like, they, yeah, they're, 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 it's like clockwork. Yeah. Like uh, they, they show water temp, yeah, that controls everything. Because mm-hmm. it brings in the bait, and then it yep. brings in the sharks. Yep. The yep. bait is the first ones to show up, and then sharks come in right on their heels. Yep. yep. So it's, it's a ton of fun, and I've been trying to think of how to do it where I, like, do some sort of guide trip from here to there. Yeah. Like, Full, full scale. Wine man. and dine, full scale. Yeah. Wine and dine, like, meet you at the airport. We're gonna have some drinks at the airport. Yeah. We fly down there. The rooms are already set up. Where Ready do I go. sign up? We check you in. I'll hire you right <laughs> now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> check you in. And the th- the other thing is, I think this would be a great like corporate thing. So if there are any corporations out there listening right now, and you're looking for a really kick-ass team building experience, yeah. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> I will set it up. Literally, I will set it up because like. A lot of those guys like the golf. A lot of business deals are made on the mm-hmm. golf course, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about this. You like golf. I don't like golf. <laughs> um, however, South Carolina is a huge golfing destination. Okay. Huge. It's so. just championship courses down there. Like nice. where we used to fish is Hilton Head. Like that's okay. like world-renowned golfing right there. Yeah. So what I would do is like this would be set up for like a team of eight people, right? So four people in the morning go fishing. Four people get a tee time. You fish for four hours, however long it takes you to golf, whatever. We all meet back at restaurant, bar, whatever. Yep. We have lunch. We talk about, oh, how was your round of golf? How was fishing? Blah, blah, blah. You shoot the shit. The latter half of the day, you switch. Yeah. Right? So now if you went golf in the morning, you're going to go fish in the afternoon. So nice. the next day, if you went fishing first, you'll golf first. The next. So it just flip-flops again. And then so you got two full days of golfing and fishing, and then send down your merry way. It would be so much fun. Oh, yeah. And my brother could do the golfing part. It'd be great. There you go. I'll do the fishing part. Yeah. I want no part of the golfing part. <laughs> I literally want no part of it. <laughs> but even that would be like, you're not like you need a guide for golfing, but right, just right. someone to take care of all the shit. Oh, yeah. Set just it all like, up, all the tee times, yep, whatever. Yeah, the tee times are set up. Yep. Here's your golf clubs. Here's yep. your whatever, blah, 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 bing, bang, boom. If you're bringing right. your own golf clubs, yeah. we'll make sure they're there ready to wait for you. Like, just... Full service, like (laughs) door-to-door, we're going to take care of you. And, yeah, would it be cheap? No. It would be expensive as fuck because I'm basically on the clock from the moment I meet you at the airport. Yep. But I think it would be a ton of fun. Oh, gosh, yeah. It would just be unreal. Crazy fun. fun. And as far as I know, nobody's doing it. So once I get my captain's license, let's go. Let's do it because I will need it for that. Mm Mm-hmm. I will definitely need it for the ocean. Need that in the ocean. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna need that. Your brother got a boat there? You said? Yes, he does. Charleston, right in the harbor. Jump on anytime I want. How big is it? Let's go. Like, is it a twenty-three? Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. 
I can never remember what it's called. He tells me, and I forget every <laughs> single time. Uh, it's a nice, like, kind of an in-between. It's not a full-on flats boat, and okay. it's not a big water boat. So okay. it's great because you can do kind of both things, right. but it doesn't necessarily excel at either one or the other. That's, like, oh, the downside sure, yeah, of it. Yeah. So it can go in, I'm actually pretty surprised. It can go in some pretty skinny water. Yeah. Not as skinny as a flats boat can, sure. but it can get you back there where you can get – you can you can catch some reds and trout when they're up on the flats. If the seas are decent, you can make it offshore a, a fairways. You can make it out to what's called the sixty. It's the it's an artificial wreck, a reef oh. reef out there. And okay. out there and then out there you can catch. We've caught amberjack, okay. obviously sharks, black sea bass, uh, triggers. You can get snappers at a certain time of the year. Bonita, cobia. Um, yeah, all sorts of Damn. different shit out there. Yeah, tons of fun, dude. <laughs> and again, see, my my brother just mocks me, but we go out there and, and like big, uh, the black sea bass or BSBs as we call them, like they're just they're they're tiny, they're like twelve inch. I think like okay. twelve or fourteen is the legal limit to, to to keep and you know to eat one or whatever. Yeah. And so most of them are under that. But when you you grab that flats rod, dude, they're a riot. Yeah. Oh yeah. As long as you have the right size tackle for yep. the fish. It's a fight. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like you're not bringing a musky rod to fish for bluegills. No, no, no. No, you do right. it with a nice little yeah. ultralight. So, yeah. like, if you're – but you would be, like, dogging bluegills if you all you had to use was musky. Being like, oh, these stupid bluegills keep stealing my bait. Right. Yeah, well, right. If you use the right just size down. Fun. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's okay, if the cobia aren't biting or whatever, in the meantime – I'm gonna keep ripping these BSBs and just having you a just blast. like bring your bass rods. And, what do you what do you use there? Or does he have us all the stuff? He has, that he uses yeah, he's got oh, okay. the stuff. Yeah, because okay. you want you're gonna want stainless. You want saltwater stuff. Oh yeah, it, it yeah, will, sure. It will chew your bass gear up. Yeah, like, you suppose. bring your freshwater shit down there. Gears are shot. Listen, any, any water you, gets in there. Yeah, just don't. You could do it, but like use the freshwater, like rinse tank on the boat. Oh, often. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> Often. Really? Because if you spend a whole day out there fishing, even if you rinse it off that night, Covered you have done damage in there. Really? Well, maybe not covered in rust, but it's rusting, like, yeah. as you're using it. Oh, wow. It, it's incredible how corrosive that salt. It is incredibly destructive huh. to metal. Yeah, sure. It's just unreal. Um, so I, I just always – you can do it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Do not bring your tatulas so down there. You're the, just going to wreck that's it. That's why they make the coastal reels and that's whatnot. Right. And, uh, that's right. They have better seal system. They're sure. using stainless steel or titanium products. Like, that's what you're going to want to use. Okay. Yeah. Are Makes they a little sense. more expensive? Yeah. Sure okay. are. Yep. But just like we said, you know. Do you want to use a disposable tatula? No, I don't think you do. New. <laughs> no. You're going to buy a tatula for a no, weekend and then cheap. wreck it? Right. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. Nope. Spend another $100 and yeah. get the saltwater reel, and then you can use it for forever. Yeah. It'll yeah. be great. It'll be fun. That's something to think about even for fresh water, using salt water. I've seen that guy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, oh, you could Rich, sure. Rich Linger in Hellabass. He's got that, I think he put a coastal reel on his frog rod. And Probably has a bigger spool so capacity. So far, he's, I think, yeah, and I think it's got a little bigger handle on it. You yeah, know, and it could be geared a little more, too. Frogs. Yeah, because that's the problem with, like, spinning gear is that a lot of times doesn't you don't have the – the gear ratio just isn't there, like in a bait okay. caster. You know, for me, I don't know about you, but like on my frog rods, and right now I don't ha have a an old um, ducket reel on it. I don't okay. even know what the reel. It doesn't even say the reel ratio on. I don't even know what it is. Okay. But I know it's not as fast as my eight point 
one or three Daiwa or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So So I'm thinking I'm gonna get another one of those and put that on my frog rod because you when they blow up on that thing mm-hmm. in the shit, you gotta get them out. Yeah. You gotta get them out now. It's, yeah, and that really depends on how you want to do it. Do you want to do it with the rod or the reel, you know, kind of deal? Like, I got... Both. I got a couple. Exactly, right? You should, right? You should be... Um, but, yeah, like, you'll notice, yeah, when you got the higher speed reel, you kind of have to almost pull the slack on with the rod and then reel down on the slack and kind of do this deal where you're kind of reel, pull, reel, yeah. pull. Oh, like, yeah, and that's what Sometimes, you know, if he's a small fish with that 8 to 1, yeah, you can you just can ski skip him in. Just yep. get him going, you know, a 2-pound, yep. whatever, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of, I'm kind of torn in between. I throw like a lot of my reels are seven speed, you know, it's just basic. So, yeah, you know, and I have six, some of those sevens are great to too. One or whatever, you know. But I like my, I like the high speed more for just time between casts. Like I got a frog, I'm working an area, it's coming in, in out. That's what I like. Working so area in out. Another reason why I would like a higher speed reel for frogging is a lot of times you'll be working some slop or a pads or whatever. And, you know, you're working it, you're waiting. But all of a sudden, you'll see uh-huh. a lily pad twitch yeah. over here. Or you got to cast at it, right? You're yeah, going to, to cast at it. <laughs> Even though that so fish like, probably went 50 feet the I other want way. A real, I want to in yeah. as fast as I can mm-hmm. and then hit that spot. And that's that's where that 8.1 yeah. really shines. And that's kind of what, and, you know, I just, obviously, yeah, like I said, when you get a big fish on and you got a high speed, it's kind of hard to reel. Like, it, you're kind of, like, forcing that reel. But then you just pull and reel, whatever. You know, it's just, you can just work with it. You just There's nothing finesse about frogging. No, no, you don't need to have a <laughs> I winch, got super like, heavy you know, line if, yeah, no, I, you're so ripping, it can you're, cut you're, through you're everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm not losing a frog to a piece of vegetation, I can tell you that. No. I'm, I'm pulling straight, and that bull that rush is coming. going. Yeah, yes. I'm br- that branch is coming to me. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Do some gardening. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. yeah Froggin, no, frogging's fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. I actually got, I got an opportunity to fish a private lake on my birthday. Ooh. It's a – it's a it, – I'll say it used – it's it was really good, okay? But, like, it is known for big bass, big, okay. big largemouth. This lake is, I think, only two, 300 acres maybe, most of it. Is like, just is it north of here? Five feet, uh, no. Oh, okay. No, it's actually close to my house. Oh, nice. It's ten minutes away. Oh wow. Yeah, I've, I've wanted to fish convenient. the lake my whole life, and I got the opportunity to fish it. Went out. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Frog Sweet. frog bite was insane. Oh, nice. Cast it out. Twitch. Literally, I could almost catch them or get a bite on almost every cast. Like I'd cast it out. They didn't want it like moving fast at all. I figured out, you know, cast it out, hit a hole, and just let it sit there. I literally only wait probably 10 seconds, and one would just boosh. I mean, just solid two and a half to threes, like every one I caught. I lost two that I really would have liked to see. One that I set the hook into, and it literally is like, this is a stump. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even move it. Yeah. It was the edge of the weed line, too. It wasn't in the pads. So I fought it for a little bit, and then it just broke my line. I, it could have been a pike. It has pike in there. But oh, if it was okay. a pike, it was a big one. You know I mean? It was, it was big. Whatever it was. But uh, no, yeah, it was a cool lake. It's it's known actually for really big bass. But I think with the it's a really shallow lake. It's only got one deep hole in it, so I think it froze out these last hard winters mm. we had, or long you know long winters. A lot of our lakes yeah. around that Mora area where I'm from, they're shallow, like dirty lakes. They they freeze out, you know. But that's also why they got some bigger fish in them too. Yeah, you the know, ones that live. Yeah, they don't all die off. No. Nope. And then so the ones that are left, they have all those resources mm-hmm. for themselves, and they get fat. And yeah. there's a lot of fertile waters up by there too. Oh gosh, yeah, they a lot of are. lot of flowage kind they of stuff. Are. They're all impoundments yep. like mm-hmm. Ann and mm-hmm. um, 
fish. Yep. They're they're all impoundments. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Knife even's got the the river going. Yep. You know, Knife is an impoundment yep. too. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Are there any non-impoundment lakes up there? I don't think there is. I don't know. <laughs> Never thought of it. Because I mean, even that little mud or Quamba Lake that has a little river coming in and out of it. You know. Yeah. It's, it's got some flow in it. Right. That's one. Yeah. That's a little sleeper. Speaking lake of too, giant saltwater fish, is Jeremy Wade on the TV? Jeremy Wade. Oh yeah. Yeah. What What does he do? Um. Well, this is a different. This isn't River Monsters. Yeah, this River is Monsters. Dif- this is a different one. Of. This is his new one. Like. Some sort of just big fish one there. He does a lot of saltwater stuff now. He's already caught all the freshwater stuff. Right, he's can. already done all the crazy stuff. In the this one he says is a freshwater one. What? He's on Fiji Island or some shit. That'd be sweet. God, what a dream job that is, huh? His gig? Oh, yeah. Son of a. I don't know. Whose dick do I got to suck for that? 20 bucks is 20 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Mike, we'll give everybody your uh, where they can find you, how they can book you. Yeah, so you can check me out on pretty much any social media. I am on TikTok. Ooh. Because, like, you have to have Gotta it. Got to shake right? it. You have oh, to have I mean. it. Everybody's got what? <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, it's one of those things. If I didn't have to have it, I wouldn't. But you just, this is something you got to have, right? So, yeah, any, any social media, uh, you know, you can private message sugar. me on. Sorry. Where'd that go? It's oh. just one of the <laughs> random songs you always hear on TikTok. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. So many. Yes. So, anyways, on a mission fishing. Uh, you can go on on a mission fishing guide service.com. Uh, you can look up more information on there. Like, as far as rates and availability, you can book online. You can click on a calendar and see the dates I have open. Um, yeah, otherwise, any social media, you can look me up, Mike Riedel or on a mission fishing. And uh, my phone number, 320 247 2852. Give me a call, talk fishing. Love to help you out any way I can. Cool, man. This was awesome. I had a lot of yeah, fun on the water. Me, this was this was Hell a lot yeah. of fun. Let's we'll do it again. Yep, absolutely. Get Thank you. Flight companions. Yeah. Get really stupid. Yeah. Where we do don't it. have to get back on track. Deal. Let's do it. <laughs> Sounds good. Later. All right, man. Thanks. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.